3: Sports Network, let's go! Happy Tuesday to you. Welcome to the Morning Woodward Show live on the Woodward Sports Network, Detroit's all-digital sports network. Thank you for waking up with us today. Lots of stuff planned for the show. At 9 a.m., we are going to qualify yet another person for that 25k kick for crypto. So if you want $25,000 in crypto, I'll be listening around 9 a.m. Plus, it's Top 10 Tuesday, and we have the Top 10 Best Moments in Detroit sports history. So if you guys got something that pops in your brain that you want to make the countdown, make sure you're dropping it in the comments right now on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. And don't forget, you can download our app. But let's introduce the crew this morning. My name is Stick. This guy over here. Yo, what up, though? It's Corey. That is Corey.
4: To my left. Joseph. Hello there. Oh, you want government name today. Yeah. Well, really? I'm dressed all professional in my basketball shorts and t-shirts, so yeah. I figured. You're white on white on white. Man. I know. I've never done this. Really? No, this is the most Caldean thing i've ever done that i've never done <laughs> you look smooth man yeah i got the white cadillac outside too there you go um, oh then we God. have alex
3: making sure we look good in producer land fish making sure we sound good and also recording everything that's said in this studio and repeating it back to everybody on the network
4: snitch, <clears throat>
3: snitch. <laughs> change his name from fish to snitch that's fine. I'm just telling you
5: guys the truth, and you guys don't want to believe it. And you guys are yeah, I should boycott right now.
3: <laughs> don't boycott us, Fish. We hey, love you, He's about you, to man. mute us. That's what he's about <laughs> He's going to gonna, do. He's gonna just shut down the whole show. <laughs> and then, of course, we have intern Paige in today along with Jeff, making sure social medias all look good. Uh, intern Mikey no longer on the morning show. If you missed it last night, his debut with Epicenter happened at 10 p.m. right here on the Woodward Sports Network. And I thought he did a great job. Uh, I can't wait to see that show fully develop. So if you're into esports and you want highlights uh every night, we're doing them at 10 p.m. right here on Woodward Sports. But guys, let's get into it. Last night, um, let's start out with the game that was pretty damn interesting. 76ers versus the Hawks. And I mean Trey Young established himself once again last night as a guy you got to pay attention to. He's a problem. And if he gets going, he can bring his team down from double digits to winning the damn game. And Trey Young just – he looked fantastic last night, man.
6: 25 points, 18 rebounds. Didn't have the – I mean, 18 assists, I'm sorry. Didn't have the greatest shooting night. But, I mean, like you said, when Trey Young gets going, he's a problem. I thought, you know, with Hunter going down, you know, they might be in a little bit of trouble, but – didn't seem to matter, Bogdanovich. No, he he did his job. What can you really say about them?
4: I want to ask you guys a question. Did Atlanta win this game or did Philly lose it? I you know I hate that question. It's such a good question. <laughs> it, it really is. I, I think I think Philly
6: lost. I think Philly lost it. You know, granted, Joel Embiid was having some issues with the with the knee, but still, oh for twelve in the second half is unacceptable. Now I'm not going to say his name. But when a certain player in his team lost last round, we didn't like to hear about him talking about his movie deal in the postgame. After blowing a chance to go up 3-1, I did not want to hear Joel Embiid talking about that Kawhi Leonard dunk.
3: Um, it happened while no. he was having the post game. You and, can't let that you can't let that game go like that and then be talking about dunks. You, you I gotta mean, gotta be he's still a fan of basketball. Like yeah. I, I didn't take that as him plugging a damn movie like La Bitch.
6: You you but you gotta be focused on the on the on the task at hand. Why are you talking? You supposed to be telling us how you guys blew that game, not about like oh you guys see that dunk? Oh, that's a nice dunk. Well,
3: if, <laughs> if you want to know what Corey's talking about, here is Joel Embiid in the post game, and you know Kawhi caught his eye.
2: Uh and of course you can you can kinda oh my god. See that duck? What? You
4: see that, that Kawhi duck? Oh it's crazy. Man. <laughs> you put favors on the wow. Um but you could say uh,
3: See what how, <laughs> how can you be mad hey, at that? Lo- hey, playoff
4: he,
6: Mama he, mentality? He he looks real happy after an L. An L they shouldn't have took.
4: Less in the blow. That's it. That's I get all.
3: that. But when you're doing a post game and you're watching out of the corner of your why eye. You,
4: why and are you that watching? that dunk happens. You're supposed to be talking to me.
2: Uh, see, why did the high voice See, here. now, now reporter
4: Corey's coming out. Why why reporter no? Corey's coming out. Like, I got your team. attention. No, here's my question. Why do they have the game, moment, exactly. got, game exactly. on in the middle of the exactly. press conference? Exactly. Oh, here's an idea. Basketball players are fans of basketball. They got one job. When you're in that press conference, it's one job is to give your critiques on the game and to give your opinions and thoughts and to answer compare- questions. To man. what
3: LeBron did plug in his fucking movie? It's after. LeBron James. <sighs> no, it's
4: LeBron James. You go that over was twelve. An in the moment thing, you it's go not like over he twelve. 12. I don't want you to talk about nothing but how your ass <laughs> <laughs> as a big man to go over. Okay, you can't even say. All right, he shot three three pointers in that second half. Yep, that is still nine missed inside range shots. Layups at the end of the game. Layups says how tall is freaking Joel Embiid. Nine foot eleven. <laughs> Literally nine foot eleven. You gotta get one inch to just get it in the basket. And he couldn't do that. It's it's different than when you're talking about a shooter. Shooters have off nights, but when you're talking about a big man like Joel Embiid to go 0 for 12 the way he did in the second half, after starting out doing pretty well. That right there, that's just inexcusable. Stay focused. Don't watch freaking Kawhi's dunks. Then another thing, you know,
6: Tobias Harris, he's having a great series. Um, 20 and 5 last night. You know what? My friend Deja hit me up yesterday. She said, because she's been trying to get into this betting, she said, You think Seth Curry's gonna hit 21 points? I said, Probable, but you know, possible but not probable. You yeah. look good to start the first <laughs> half.
4: And I was just like. He ain't tied the game up at the end, though. Oh, yeah.
6: I got lucky. I got lucky, lucky for Curry. my did that. But um, seven, 21. You know, yeah, 17 points. Um, didn't really look that good in the second half. But what you need to say, man. Here's Doc. Doc Rivers summed this game up. We went back to Hero Basketball. Everybody wants to be the hero instead of trusting the team, trusting each other. When you do that, you usually lose. Especially when you do that, you usually lose. Especially when the other team outworks you the whole effing game.
3: Yeah, they got outworked. Uh, Not the whole effing game. I mean, they had them. They had the Hawks down. They got outworked in the second half. That's for sure. Uh, One of my favorite moments of the game, though, is when Trey Young got uh, teed up for literally looking at the official and telling him him to put on glasses.
4: Look at this. Open your eyes. (laughs) Open your (laughs) eyes. Open your eyes. And boom goes the dynamite. I feel like Trey Young is one of those that you think he's such a good dude, but he's such an asshole on the right. court. Dr-
6: Draymond Green said it. Draymond <laughs> Green said he said, I'm so glad the whole world now gets to see how much shit he talks.
3: He's, he kind of reminds me of Isaiah Thomas in that way. Like, <laughs> you know, like you look at him and it's like, oh, there's a nice, he's a nice Fundamental looking guy. Ball player. You know, he, he doesn't look threatening, but on the court, he's just an animal and an asshole. And, Love uh, it. Yeah, as long as you're putting in those buckets, you can be that I way. Mean, it's, it's bad when you suck and you're that way, but, you know, Trey Young's he's earned the right to be able to talk a little trash, especially after what he did to New York, yeah. ripping their heart out in the first round. And now that series is tied 2-2, so it's going to be interesting to see how that one folds out. Yeah, the thing, here's the thing about it. Again, I just said this a minute ago. Trey
6: Young has is not, not having a great shooting series. So for this series to be tied up, With that, you know at some point he has to explode in one game. I'm thinking that could be game 5 and if that happens, the Sixers are in a lot of trouble.
3: I like how we're starting to see a couple game fives happening in this, yeah. you know, because the playoffs really haven't sweeps. been intense. <laughs> yeah, it's just been a bunch of sweeps, and it's been, you know, kind of predictable up yeah. until this point. So now, you know, we got a couple game fives in the works, and then hopefully we got some game sevens happening, all while the Suns are just sitting there relaxing.
4: Hey, inside deep down inside, I'm like, hell yeah, we only got an 830 game tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's all we got. That NBA
6: next year, they got to do something about that, like at least moving some of those West Coast games a little bit up because it is just difficult to it's one thing if a game started at 9 o'clock, that latest, but some of them games started at 10 o'clock, that is to them. It's that money
4: though. They'll never do it because well, it's seven in on the LA, West Coast, right. Yeah, but I mean like even even <laughs> with early it's still not bad, you're right.
3: It's yeah. 7 on the West Coast. Like you got you can't start them any earlier than right. that. I mean, the games that start 7:30 here are 4:30 in California. Yeah. So yeah. like people you aren't can't even play no damn off 4 work. o'clock
4: ball. <laughs> right. People aren't
3: even off work and playoffs are happening. So hey
7: yeah, I don't I, care listen
3: I don't care you know? <laughs> I, don't, I'm, I don't give a shit about California and, but ain't, 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 y'all, ain't my fault that y'all born
6: on that side of the t- world or whatever <laughs> nobody For told it?
3: you to go that far <laughs> west <laughs> stay here with the rest of the population that state sucks anyways <laughs> it does suck um, <laughs> So that was a good game last night. Uh, obviously, ended up 103-100. to 100. Joel Embiid, you know, zero points. 0-12 shooting. Or 0 of 12 shooting. Yeah, four points. But. Yeah, free throws. 0-12 shooting in the second half. Obviously, let down the team. Um, but we'll see what happens in game five. We got ourselves a series there. And then the game last night, um, another interesting 2-2 series that we have now. And this one... The Clippers are starting to come to come to life.
6: You know why? I'm going to say it again. Playoff P is dead. PG-13 is back. <laughs> th- this is the Paul George that I knew in Indiana. 30, I mean, I was just like, whoa, what happened? He got aggressive all game long. I, 31 points, nine rebounds, four assists. Got to the line. Played grade D. What more do you want? That's who Paul George is. That's who Paul George has to be. Kawhi Leonard is going to show up. He's going to do his thing. With the uh, Clippers team, there's always going to be another guy somewhere on there, on that roster that kind of shows up unexpectedly. Last night, it was Marcus Morris had the 24 points, five for six from beyond the arc. But Paul George has to be that guy in order for the Clippers to even have a chance at doing anything. And if he plays like that, the Clippers are coming out the West, flat out, because Kawhi, like I said, Kawhi's gonna do his thing. Last night, thirty-one point seven rebounds and an all, an all-time playoff facial.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's just <laughs> let's see this dunk, man, because it it was so earth-shattering that
4: Joel Embiid acknowledged he, it. In wound it back game. too. Oh. He wound it back all the way.
6: Do we have a picture of Spider Mitchell's face? If not, I'll send
3: it to you real quick. Alex. We got Be every cool. angle of this dunk, so let's watch this <laughs> beauty. Just,
4: Oh, you gotta love Kawhi, man. Chattie, hey, daddy, hey, he, hey. He, he at least contested that. He tried.
6: I mean, if you are shot, First off, all shot blockers are on a poster. Yep. So I give Derek Favors the respect of going and challenging the shot. But 90 year old Derek Favors going
3: to block a shot did not end well. I,
6: I You know, I, I I, had a moment this morning, you know, I had to pray, talk to God, just be like, you know, I I want to send prayers up for this man because, you know, he might be going through some things after getting that type
3: of a facial publicly. I mean, just, it, was, it hurt me for him. Well, to your point about how Joel Embiid needed to act like a professional after the game and take that loss serious, even though Kawhi won, he looks like he lost in his post-game conference, and he does not give a damn about that dunk. Listen to this.
6: You know, I know, it's, I know it's a big play, but, you know, got to have that next play mentality because uh, right after that, um, I think Joel Ingles came down and hit a three uh, pretty wide open in that corner. So, um, you know, we got, we got, we still got uh, room for our improvement. One of the best
2: finishes Ooh. of the year. Kawhi Leonard. letter.
3: So I, I, I that's the mentality it. you wanted a Joel Embiid, right? I love it because here's the – also,
6: too, Kawhi is a cyborg. Like, he's not – I don't even think he's really a human. He's like a robot (laughs) built in a lab. He he shows no emotion. I think if there is a player right now who really showcases the whole Kobe Bryant Mamba mentality to a T, it's Kawhi. I mean, he just – like, again, next play mentality. Okay, I dunked on him. But like you said, we gave up a three to Joe Ingles. Okay, damn that, damn that dunk. We just gave up an open basket. He plays with he plays with that switch, and also too, you got to think about it like this: the guy is a multiple-time NBA champ, a multiple-time Finals MVP. He knows what it takes to get the job done. So living in that moment, he can't do it. I, I love everything I see out of Kawhi, and hopefully, you know, he can bring Paul George along for the ride. Seems like PG is starting to kind of starting to kind of click for him. So. Clippers, I'm never gonna be a Clippers fan, but you back I'm, on the bandwagon? No, I'm giving them their respect. Though. Okay, I'm giving them their respect. Though they 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 played a great game, and what
4: can you say? Um, Donovan Mitchell, he got 37 points, but the, see it. the thing with him though is he can't do it all on his own. He's dropping 37 points, but when you hear that Mike Conley Jr. is out, Yeesh. he needs that. You know, he needs another player like a Mike Conley that could help him, assist him, get a little bit further mm-hmm. because. The kid is just getting beat up. I feel like we're saying that about every team in the playoffs right injuries now.
3: Injuries right like now. Injuries have been so crazy. Like, he's doing it on his own. You know, Kevin Durant tonight. He's got to do it on his own. There's uh, a lot of work. Oh, doing it on I his mean, own. Dave Lillard doing it on his own. This KD game is going to be
4: one of the biggest of his career. Oh, yes. yeah. To really showcase who Kevin Durant really is without all these superstars around him.
3: Yes, yeah, sir. So that game is tonight. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm happy that there's some Game 5s going on and that's some interesting basketball happening. So good job, NBA. These matchups are starting to get real exciting. And to your point, Joey, about uh, Donovan Mitchell having to do it alone, it's kind of like the Clippers are the only team left with multiple good players. Like, good. You know, I'm not going to call Playoff P a great player, but they got Kawhi, and then they got Paul George. They got a, They got
6: a superstar. Kawhi's a superstar. Yeah. Well, let's just put it yeah. there. Kawhi's a superstar. If you don't
3: think Kawhi's a superstar, you don't watch basketball. Yeah.
6: You got Kawhi's a superstar. Paul George is an all star, and then they got a a host of good pl- a host weapons. of good role players. Yep. Now, of I, I, you can win a you can win a title with that.
4: Remember yesterday, Corey? You talking about man Reggie Jackson having a hell of a playoffs?
6: <laughs> I, you know what? I ain't gonna front. It, it brought it brought. Joy to my face to see what he did yesterday. I mean, the Clippers still won the game, but it brought so much joy to bring that Reggie Jackson hype down. I, I smile.
2: Yeah, it's Christmas. It's Christmas, it's Christmas. <laughs> but
3: that's the thing with Reggie. You're gonna get a good game yeah, out of him yeah. here and there. You know, he's gonna pop. He's out. streaky. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. So that that's the thing with Reggie. You, you can't rely on him game in and game out, but he may steal you a game here and there. And again,
6: this was what I said guys like reggie jackson guys like luke Kennard, they cannot be your best player they can be guys that chip in and add to production like marcus morris did. they needed that 24 from him but they cannot be your best player paul george and kawhi leonard they have to be your best players in order for them to even have a shot at doing anything and it's happened last night.
3: Yep. Well, we got a big game tonight. Nets in the Bucks, game five. Kevin Durant on his own, on an island by himself. Because I'm not cl- counting Blake Griffin as a good player. So we're going to talk about <laughs> that. And also some drama that happened over the weekend with that series that we touched on last Friday. And then we found out some more information. So mm-hmm. I want to talk to you about that coming up in about two minutes. But first, let me tell you about Coast. Since 1919, Coast has pursued one mission. To make the working professional's job safe and easier, and when we went camping this weekend, these products were awesome to be just a part of the camping trip. You never know what you're going to need. Little lantern, Coast got you. Machetes. I got. I had a machete. I got a knife yesterday. This is a nice, beautiful Coast knife. And
4: bring know, the machete, man. That was your favorite thing. I was
3: playing with the machete <laughs> last night at home. <laughs> it's attached to my backpack now. It's like a
4: sharpening up your shoo, machete.
3: Like I, I whip it out like I'm a buccaneer.
4: <laughs> but it, 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 honestly like I had the little headlamp and their products saved us this weekend. Yes. When we were up there in Petoskey, you look at these Coast products stormproof just great amount of lumens like these freaking lights were crazy when we walked into the woods
3: yeah so go to uh coastportland.com enter promo code wsn20 to save 20 percent off and uh they will hook it up and make sure you get stuff for your whole crew they make great gifts like i never knew how much i needed this till i had it so make sure you hit up coastportland.com <laughs>
0: I'm looking to bring on another HVAC tech right now.
3: We are recruiting 5 to 10 techs a month. We're looking
1: to grow and expand. Every new tech we hire is from Northwestern Tech.
0: The hands-on training is fantastic.
1: They're always my first call.
0: We love hiring Northwestern Tech grads. They
1: come out trained and ready to work.
7: Our program is only 10 and a half months, and our next classes are starting soon. So why wait?
0: I'm looking to hire a a graduate of Northwestern Northwestern Tech. Northwestern Tech. Northwestern Tech. Northwestern
2: Tech.
3: Welcome back to the Morning Woodward Show live on the Woodward Sports Network, Detroit's all-digital sports network. My name is Stick, and tonight the big game five going on between the Nets and the Bucks. First of all, who do you guys got in this game? You know what?
6: I'm going to go Nets. I like it. I'm going to go Nets because Kevin Durant, is going to have to have the game of his life in order for them to win it's really that simple i don't trust anybody on the rest of that roster i don't think kevin durant is a punk i don't think he's a guy that shies away from the moment as much trash as he talks as much as he feels he is one of the best players if not the best player alive in basketball i believe he's going to step up to the challenge and show that tonight he has to this to me is one of those legacy type games we've never really seen kevin durant do it quote unquote alone this is going to be the first time we really get to see how kevin durant leads these kind of true It kind of remind it kind of puts me in the mindset of and i know we hate i know we hate going back to this guy but it kind of puts me in the mindset of lebron when they, when he was with the Cavs and the warriors in that first in the first um finals of their um of their, I guess you could say their 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 rivalry, their, their, their rivalry, where he played with a bunch of misfits in that first one. This is kind of what Kevin Durant is playing with. He he's playing with a bunch of misfits. I think that Kevin Durant is at this stage of the game a better player than LeBron James. So I'm expecting him to play at a high level. He's I still think Kevin Durant is. If, I'm, if the last time I checked, he's leading the playoffs and scoring. So, he ain't that hurt. He out there. He ready to go. And I'm expecting to see a a quality performance because he's going to need it. Is he going to put up more than 50? I think he's going to go 40-plus. Okay. 40-plus. See, the
4: way I look at this now, though, is, yes, he is the leading scorer in the playoffs, but he was that leading scorer because he wasn't the only assignment. Now you look. They got Joe Harris, Bruce Brown, Blake Griffin, a whole bunch of players that the Bucks don't even really got to worry about. Yes, they got to still defend them. But even when Rob comments saying Blake Griffin going for 25, the only reason Blake's doing so well is because he's like the fourth player on this damn team. Right, yeah. So I just don't see how they can pull it off because they know tonight their assignment is going to be to lock down KD. And that's way easier said than done because you don't just lock down KD. But I just do not see them pulling this off.
3: Yeah, I got KD absolutely going insane tonight. I, I've been a fan of this guy since he came out of Texas. I, I love his game. I, I think he's the smoothest and most like effortless scorer that I've ever seen. I don't know if I put him up as best scorer of all time, but he's the most effortless scorer I've ever seen in my life playing basketball. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he's got a chance to really put this team on his back and, like you said, cement his legacy. And if he does this tonight and he carries this team past the Bucks. Like he's got something on his back that a lot of superstars don't. Not only does he have the rings, he now has, he now has that he can say, "I did it alone." Yep. Y'all, y'all needed other people, and that's you know that's been kind of my argument with LeBron and all that. If he pulls this off, it's crazy to me.
6: I wouldn't expect them if he, if they pull this series out. I would not expect the Nets to get past you know whether it's the Sixers or the. Um, or the Hawks. I'm not expecting that. Well, actually, if it were the Hawks, I'd expect him to get past the Hawks. But um, if KD gets past the Bucks in this round, that's going to go a long way for his legacy, especially without Kyrie and James Harden because the, I don't trust none of those guys to even give me 15 points right. on the rest of that team. I mean, maybe Joe Harris, but that's about it. I, I just... K- K- Kd's gonna have to go off, and I'm expecting it. I'm, I, I have never been ready for such a game in a long time. But I also say this: as much as we're talking about that this is a legacy game for KD, this is also a legacy game for Giannis. Because if Giannis and the Bucks lose to Kevin Durant and and these bunch of Save a Lot workers that he has. <laughs> You got. We got to start having some conversations about Giannis because we have to be honest. His team right now, right now is his team, not him. Not him versus KD.
3: His team is night and day
6: better than the Buck, than the Nets.
3: They should be. I mean, honestly, they All should. On paper, be. he yes. definitely has more pieces around him, but you know. When you got the best player in the league, we're going to see what happens tonight. I've actually – this is, like, the first playoff game that I've been, like, jacked yes. to watch. Like, this yes. is the first one that has literally everything on the line.
4: And the, I, the, what I'm excited about, too, is I'm looking at what Vegas says, the player prop for for Kevin Durant and his scoring. It's set at 35 and a half. So, is he going to go oof. over or under going, I'm over. telling you, he's going for I'm, –
6: I'm, I'm
4: going to put money on him going for
6: 40. Yeah, He's going 50. for 40 plus. I I'm – I'm in that. I'm in that mindset of it has to be 50 for them to win. Okay. I'm just thinking that he's going to definitely go for 40 plus.
3: And it's going to be fun to watch tonight. And uh, one thing that I want to talk about is when Kevin Durant and PJ Tucker get together. This happened earlier in the series. Um, let's watch this video real quick. And we talked about this when it happened last Friday. We're like, wait, who is this guy, and why the hell did he push PJ Tucker if he works for the Bucks? Well it comes to find out that this was Kevin Durant's bodyguard right coming the back. onto Look the court. This.
6: Look at it. straight from the back. Kevin Durant's personal it's Kevin Durant's personal security who is on net. Payroll.
3: Yeah, see, we were joking about it, too. We're like, what if that was Kevin Durant's security guard just coming in there? Because I thought there's no way the Bucks would allow just some random security yeah, guy to yeah, step on yeah. the court. And honestly, nobody outside the player should be on the court during those altercations. Maybe the coaches, too. But, like, team security going out there? Never, and then I'm, to find out I, it was Kevin Durant's
4: own dude and that's pushing big P.J. Dude. Tucker? Big dude hey. running full speed yeah, and yeah. pushing him straight in the back. Like You see his head go like this a little bit. Like, that was... Well, that guy's no longer allowed
3: at Bucks games. I, Come on, what does I, that matter? He got kicked it. out of the stadium. I,
6: I'm with it, and me and a couple of my friends got into it over this because they said, "Well, with all the stuff that is happening, why why can't players have private security?" And to that, I still call BS. I don't think that the players should have their own private security that jumps on the court and intervenes in those moments. I think the NBA should just have better security all around. To protect his players, because when you start talking about private security being certain players having private security, um, interjecting in those moments, okay, where does the line stop? Is are is, is each guy going to have a private security guard and come on the field? It just turns and, into a royal guard. Yeah, yeah. so, like, so, like, so it's like you know, I'm not I'm not with that. You, you the NBA just needs to go ahead and have better security for these players and, and better better you know. Safety measures intact because that is a that could that could have been so south that could have went south,
3: yeah. uh, Obviously,
6: if like if PJ Tucker probably recognizes, like you know, what regular security staff and stuff look like, they normally are in suits. A guy just coming out looking like a bouncer? What if P.J. Tucker would have went ahead and whooped his ass? Well, I wish that happened.
3: That's what I'm saying. Like, what does P.J. Tucker do in that situation? Because uh, essentially, to me, that's a fan. Yeah. Like, that's. I don't care if you're getting paid by Kevin Durant. Lots of people are on Kevin Durant's payroll. That doesn't mean you're allowed to come on the court and body up another dude. And, like, if I'm P.J. Tucker, I'm wondering what the hell is going on. This is my home stadium, and I'm, I'm face-to-face. And they both went to the same college. They're both Longhorns. So, you yeah. know, there's a little something there and all of a sudden this big dude comes up and pushes me from behind. Like, I thought it was a crazy scene when I was watching it. Like, damn, man, Buck security and, really and went after crazy? P.J.
6: Tucker like that? And you know what's crazy? P.J. Tucker could have whooped his ass and been in the right. Oh, because he was totally in the right.
4: Yeah, he didn't. I don't it. know you. He didn't even, like, react the way that I thought he would. That's what I was shocked about. He did.
3: He yelled at the dude. Like, but, like, he didn't charge at all. He no. Just,
4: he, he complied. He just stayed and, back. And I, but,
3: I wonder what the NBA would have done in that situation yeah. if P.J. Tucker would have gone at that bodyguard. Because you don't know. Because it's just like the malice at the palace when those, Fans you know, the... Fans get involved. Yeah, the dude was on the court and Jermaine O'Neal slid across the court yep. and punched him right in the face. Like... The, Jermaine O'Neal didn't get in
4: trouble for punching the fan because it was the fan's fault he was on the court. Like, I mean, you see it at just, kids' games. You know, when the parents get involved and they start running in, it's the same damn thing. Right. It's just Kevin Durant's boy coming in to defending him. What about P.J. Tucker's boy? Why wasn't he there to defend him? And that's him? what
3: I'm saying. It's going to turn it like it, it, if this happens right. in Detroit, you're going to have the goon squad versus right. whoever. It's, like,
6: a, it's, go, it's a slippery slope, so the NBA needs to just figure something out to improve security. You know, but you can't you can't be rogue and having your own security guard on on, on and getting on team payroll. That's I'm not I'm not with that. We really. We, I know the fan stuff is out of whack, but we can't have that happen.
3: Yeah, so, I, I mean, he's not allowed at the Bucs uh, stadium anymore, yeah. so he, he'll probably be there for Brooklyn. But what a weird, twisted story, because what what, what cracks me up is we were joking, like, what if that was Kevin Durant's boy going <laughs> and out I to told protect you, him? And I told you, you were just like, I told you, yeah. I told you. When we found out, it was like, oh, my God, that's what we were joking about. <laughs> so, yeah, security, you know love security. They do a great job, but that was just a weird situation, and hopefully it's not a trend in the NBA. And uh, don't forget, coming up at 9 a.m., we got your chance to qualify for that 25K kick for crypto. So if you guys want to get into that contest, make sure you're listening at 9 a.m. We're going to be giving out the phone number, and you can call in. It's it's awesome that we're doing this. You can qualify at 9 a.m., noon, and 4 p.m. Just make sure you're watching and listening on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. So 9 a.m. We will get you qualified. And also, got to give a shout out to our people at Eight Mile Vodka, baby. Um, they bottled this. It's so nice. People love this bottle too. It's and, beautiful. And I need to see some of the pictures you all took at uh, when we were camping because it was a frosty bottle by the campfire. Like it just, it looked very that, nice.
6: Hey, I'm not a vodka guy, but that makes a
4: damn good screwdriver. Yes, it does. <laughs> hey, you. I saw you drinking those at breakfast.
6: <laughs> That's when you
3: drink a screwdriver. <laughs>
4: It's orange juice, Joey. Uh, I'm a beerie. I didn't even hear about a screwdriver before Corey said it. Really? No, what? Well, never heard drink, it. So. That, well, that's like, like the starter drink. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, I've never heard of it. That was what's what? the thing that they drink? That like the the whole basic bitch thing they be doing? Bloody Mary? No, mimosas. Uh, mimosas. mimosas. That's, yeah, that's
3: a screwdriver with champagne.
4: I just learned about that one the other day.
3: Yeah, no, screwdrivers have vodka.
4: Mimosas have champagne. Bitch. Oh, come on. Every single basic bitch on Instagram. My mouth oh signs. Like- brunch time. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to walk off right now. Br-
3: brunch with my besties. Pinkies out, bitches. Um, all right. Bottled in Detroit. Make sure you pick up Eight Mile at the nearest Meyer.
4: Corey laughing because he knows it's Cause true. Because
3: Corey's had that pinky out. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Extra, extra, read all about it. Let's get into Joey's news. Let's
0: go. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
4: A Kawhi Leonard highlight reel. A Kawhi light? Yeah! Kawhi sticks, piss. Like, damn it! Why did I get that? I saw it on Twitter this morning. Kawhi light of the night. Kawhi, Kawhi freaking Leonard led the Clippers to a victory over the Jazz, one eighteen to one o four last night. And just look at this dunk over Derek Favors. L.A.
0: Leonard seven to shoot. Kawhi makes his move. Oh! Oh.
4: Wow! It (laughs) hurts. Light. Uh. And it hurt. And on top of that, they were so just frustrated after that whole play that they almost had a turnover on the inbound right there as well to follow that. But you look at Kawhi and Paul George both dropping 31 points, even Marcus Morris dropping 24 points in that game. But without Mike Conley, I just feel like it's too much work for Donovan Mitchell. But we'll see how this series unfolds. And post game, Joel Embiid in his press conference seeing this Kawhi dunk.
0: You just, just felt like I didn't have it uh, tonight, uh, and of course you can, you can comment Oh my
4: God! Is so it, Joe? Thank you, Joe. <laughs> I don't know how you
6: guys can hate on him for that, man. I, I, I will say this real quick. This is totally off subject. In person, that is an intimidating man. Oh
3: my God! Yeah. Like
6: I, look, I, because I was I was walking past him at All Star last year. I'm like
3: yeah yeah some of these NBA players are, they're just they look they're not human. yeah, like they literally look like a different species than us because of how big and gargantuan they are. I mean
4: seven foot like around us, they're like you'll see us how tall are you six three? I'm six, four. You see six, four, six, five-ish at most. How many people do you see around you that are taller than you? It's rare?
3: No, not many, man. Like it's rare. honestly, I'm in the one percent. And then when you get around those guys, it's crazy. Like you, you've seen that photo of me next to Buddha Edwards yep. and uh, Uncle Spliff, rest in peace, Uncle Spliff. Um, and I just, I look tiny. I'm interviewing them like this. <laughs> like it, it's the most embarrassing picture ever. <laughs> embarrassing.
6: <laughs> first time you ever felt like a little dude.
3: Oh my god, no, no. <laughs> the first time I ever felt like a little dude is when I went to University of Detroit and I was a freshman there and I was hanging out with the basketball team, right? um and we went over to the black orchid which i'm sure you may may know about (laughs) and i was not only the only white dude there i was the shortest dude there and me being the shortest one of the group just made me feel so awkward like the most (laughs) awkward thing i've ever experienced in my life and i still feel like that like our boy chris from dcfc um he's a Big dude, big, too. He's
4: big, too, on muscular and yeah, tall Yeah, we what we're at the game, I'm,
3: like, sitting there talking to him like this. And I'm not used to talking to people like this. I'm not. It, it just it throws My, me his off. His neck don't
4: even work that yeah, way. it just <laughs> throws me off. The Hawks squeeze by the 76ers to even up the series at two apiece. Hawks 103, 76ers 100, and Joel Embiid going 0 for 12 in the second half, dropping only four points. And the thing about that is – it's okay. It's not okay if a shooter goes over twelve, but it's more scary when you see a big man like him go over twelve in the second half and even missing layups at the end of the game. Right. Yeah, That's I, the issue I got with it.
6: Yeah, I know he's had some real some knee issues going on with them. Um, but hey, you're on the court. You can't go goose egg like that in a game that you should have won to put a stranglehold on the series. Now it's new
4: life and that meniscus ain't getting better yeah it ain't getting better you gotta play through it so it's gonna be interesting to see how this unfolds now two apiece that series tied And this game went down to the wire Seth Curry tried to send it into overtime but no good on this attempt
3: three point game chance at the last shot to tie it here if you Philadelphia
4: that logo looks
1: overtime.
4: sick so close
3: God, I love fans going nuts, man. I know. You see the whole stadium? That kind of gave me a
6: little goosebumps. They made the hands, the hair stand up. Just. (laughs) Uh, I need to. Can we? I mean, we need that here. We need that here. We need that here.
3: Oh man, I cannot wait till LCA looks like that because oh, it hasn't looked like that at all for Never. any sport that's been in there. ever, ever.
4: The the biggest I can remember is that Pistons home opener in the beginning. Yep. The one where Eminem, everyone showed up. Fucking Trey Young hit, was hitting bombs yes, and yes. sending us home crying. No, yep. I was
3: at that game. Like man, Trey Young pulling up from the logo, just ripping our heart out in the LCA opener. That, that was
4: tough. And missed the Suns in four. The I'm going to whip your ass guy. You remember him? Mm-hmm. Talked about him yesterday. Devin Booker reached out to him saying, need man's info you see in this tweet right here. And he caught a lot of hate for this one. So what I love about this is this guy is
3: actually a pretty cool guy. <laughs> like, yeah. He messaged Devin Booker he was like, hey man, sorry to give the fans a bad look, but you know, it was self-defense. Hashtag Sons and Four. Um, there's a there's another um, view of this Not the close-up view Of the guys, fight? Of the fight Yeah, if you, if you see this You can tell that this guy Was clearly defending himself Like, because From the initial one You can't really tell What's going on How it started And all of that But this is like An overhead view Of the fight
4: Is this from when In the beginning Before it even started? Look at,
3: see, that's the okay. sucker punch And like, the guy's not Trying to fight And then, boom Just haymakers
4: My favorite is this No, it was right before that He swings that. at his boy Boom I'm going to fuck your boy up. Hey, that's a beast right there, man. (laughs) By the way, he got an Instagram. I'm not joking. His username is sons.in.4. Oh, I yeah, he it. just switched it. Yup, it's oh, amazing.
3: He's becoming like the mayor of Arizona. Um, you know, like even people making signs with them on it, there's a picture Do of that. Do you
6: realize if that happened in Detroit and he did that, we would put a statue with him downtown. Oh, hell
3: yeah. Like, I wish that was me. Look at get your broom, Sons and four. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's amazing. Everybody,
3: if
6: they win the title, I don't care if the league finds the Suns or not, that guy needs to be on the first float leading the whole damn thing.
3: Oh, for sure. He needs to be sitting courtside for the next series. That's probably, you know what? And
6: I bet you that's probably why D-Book is
3: like, need man's info. That's awesome, you know, because I saw Devin Booker post that on his Instagram, like looking for that guy, and then I saw a <laughs> bunch of people when it endorse violence. Oh my God, that was so awful. Why are you endorsing this? Shut and, the fuck yeah, up! Yeah, just shut up, man. What what's the guy supposed to do? Take punches to the face from the little jazz fan and just it's sit air? there? Hey, you
6: know what? You know what? Here is you can crystallize it like this. Don't start no shit. It won't be no shit. You you started
4: it, and I'm gonna finish it. And, and and when you see how it all started, two of him and that dude walking away, and then he just tries to sucker punch him real quick. Yeah, like that's right there when I realized I was like, that was amazing. I'm so glad he got that. that, 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 ass that that's and he super, a hero. That, That's
3: what we call a whole ass move. Yeah, and, you
4: <laughs> and
3: that's what we call a superhero. So, yeah. <laughs> Sons <in> four. <laughs> <Sounds> <laughs> and Four, Sons and Four.
4: Yeah, Tigers put up ten runs to beat the Kansas City Royals ten to three yesterday. Willie Castro blasting his two-run home run.
3: A 1-0. Drive. Deep right field. Dozier will watch it sail away. A two-run blast for Willie Castro to make it 6-0 Tigers.
4: I love Shep. Looking good, looking good. And lastly, Tannehill to Julio. Titans fans, they're going to get used to that. Here's a first look at Julio Jones as a Titan. He's rocking that number two because A.J. Brown is keeping number 11. I like number two on him. God, he's quick.
3: That's going to be dangerous, man. I can't wait. uh, We're 89 days away from uh, Lions football, so not that I'm counting or anything, but damn football
4: season's less than three months away. Less Mm -hmm. than three months away. Less than three months away. I'm loving it. Yeah. And we go to Paige, our beautiful intern, Paige, from Central Michigan University. Because you better say the same thing about Jeff when we talk about him. Otherwise, that's sexy. I say sexy. I say sexy for Jeff. Uh, okay. You better <laughs> not say that about yeah. Paige. You know, I, I was good, okay. but I said no. Right, Jeff right, gets good. the sexiness. <laughs> Paige, what you got to add to my news story?
8: All righty. So this past weekend, high school student named Nick Herman shot the game-winning buzzer beater to win their Open Division Championship. And this might not seem like that big of a deal. I mean, this happens all the time in high school games. But this specific high school student, who is a junior, actually recovered from cancer in his leg. He had bone cancer in his leg.
4: That's amazing.
8: So his yeah, clap it up, clap it up, clap up it up. Clap so if you look wow, at a picture look at here, that. yes, he had a, he has a massive scar on his leg. He had 44 staples after his leg surgery to remove all the cancer from his bone. Uh, his whole sophomore year, he couldn't play. But then uh, an, a UCLA doctor told him he could possibly never walk and most likely, she didn't even think he could ever play basketball again. So he, he put in an interview that the doctor obviously didn't know him very well because he was determined to actually get back in the court. So he was actually there this whole season and uh, once the treatments were over, he had to start learning how to play basketball again. So this specific game, This specific season, he has won 29 games out of 29 games. Wow. Their whole team has done very well this season. and In this game alone, he scored 30 points as well as the buzzer beater to then take his team to the uh, championships, the state championships.
3: That's awesome, man! Mm-hmm. What a great story too. To beat cancer—if anybody's ever yeah. beat cancer—period. It's a great story, uh-huh. but to beat it and then go on to be uber successful is even
4: better. It's at, that, at that age too, because you know you're yeah. looking at that age. Just to the real—you said high school, right?
8: Yep. He's just only a live, junior, so he still has another year, which is insane.
4: To live a regular high school life, and actually, I mean, we were planning this yesterday. We're going to be doing an awesome event in uh, August where it's going to be a prom event for children with life-threatening illnesses and teens <laughs> that. It's just like this, you know, they missed out on their basketball right. careers. They miss out on their proms, and they don't get to live that ordinary life. So, hearing a story like this is so motivating. Really cool. That's and awesome. here's
8: a video if you guys want to look at it. It's, yes. a, it's a really fun video. Yeah. Oh, <clears throat>
4: damn. That was from half court,
3: too. Uh-huh. It, was
8: logo yeah, it was a three pointer. Of all things, it was a three pointer. They were tied 60 60.
4: Hey, easy on that leg, though, y'all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Easy on that leg. Chill out on, Chill out. <laughs> Chill on our boy.
3: Man, that's why, like, not to get too romantic, but that's why sports are so amazing. Like, right there, those moments right there. Because that's something that's going to live in his brain forever. That's a successful moment. Like, there's very few things in life that offer you pure joy
4: like that. And, you know, sports are always one of them. So It's funny the way you, like, look at us. You know, we had no success throughout our sports career. But it's still (laughs) something that we always go back to. Right. Always. Always. I don't care what it is. But if we had a play like that. Oh, my
3: 12 year old little league championship. I still hold <laughs> on to those memories. I do. I do. Like Paige, your dad coached me in, uh, you know, middle school basketball and we went undefeated. We we're, you know, one of the only undefeated teams in Walled Lake middle school history. And I, I didn't play much. Like I was on the bench. You're, hey, you're even though your team. dad let me make the team, he didn't <laughs> let me play much. Uh, but at the Punk same guess. time, he
4: put you on the bench.
3: Oh, that team was dope, man. We were undefeated. What do you want from me? (laughs) Man. If if we would have lost games, I could bitch. But we were undefeated. He obviously made the right coaching decision by keeping my ass on the bench. (laughs) But even then, I still hold on to those memories of my undefeated eighth grade basketball team. So it's
8: awesome. Mm-hmm. He uh, he said in an interview too that when he was in the hospital room, he would dream of moments like this where he could actually get back in playing. And then he actually got one of like the greatest things that can happen in basketball is getting the buzzer beater shot and having your whole team rush to the court. So yeah. it was really it's really cool to see.
3: That's mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, so thank you for that story Alex. Were you able to get that video? I sent you uh, th- this goes back to our conversation about me feeling small um, We don't have to watch this whole video, but just for perspective This was when I was hosting the red carpet at Bravo Bravo downtown
4: That's amazing <laughs>
3: How crazy is that? I don't
4: know which one to talk
3: to first. Uh we'll go with Buddha man. How you doing tonight? I'm doing good,
4: I'm good. That's crazy. <laughs> I have never Damn that's
6: a good one. Roop! Roop! Stupa
3: Roop! Alright, thank you, Alex. <laughs> But well, yeah. Like That's crazy. Me talking up to people at 6'4 is
4: just the most bizarre thing that I've ever experienced. In like, that was looking all the way up. <laughs> all the way up. So, yeah. Thank you, Alex, for having that. Yeah, you and you know who else going all the way up? And it's a good spot for you to maybe pick up something for Father's Day. Bridge Street Exchange. Father's Day is coming up, by the way. Don't forget. Got to get something for Pops. And make sure you take advantage of this 15% off discount right now at Bridgestreetexchange.com. They got the original location, obviously, in downtown Fenton. We love that place. But they also got the pop-up shop, a beautiful place inside of Somerset Collection. Go there, shop for your pops or shop for your mans and get him something nice.
0: Tony is a third-generation logger that has a simple, practical approach to life and work. That's why his Coast DX342 knife is perfect for him. The stainless steel blade is rust-resistant and made for all-weather use. And the double roll-lock safety ensures that it will never inadvertently close when he doesn't want it to. That's why Coast is Trusted Tough. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist-pumper?
3: Welcome back to the Morning Woodward Show Live on the Woodward Sports Network Detroit's all digital sports network Coming up at 9am We got your chance to qualify to win that 25k kick for crypto We want to get you in there So you can be a finalist and kick a football Into the back of our truck You do that You win twenty-five K in crypto and you can decide which crypto too. We're not we're not gonna force you to do anything you don't wanna do, but you know, you make your decisions and that twenty-five K, who knows, could be twenty-five million in ten years. Damn. Who the hell
4: knows? So that's the fun part too. It's like you really don't I mean, you know if the prize was cash, alright, this is what I got, and that's it. This is a fun way to do it because Maybe you never wanted to get into that crypto game, and now you do, and it's gonna be a reward in years from now.
3: Yep, so coming up in about 12 minutes, we're gonna qualify you for that. But first, exciting news, Madden released a trailer yesterday to tease their cover uh, for this year's Madden. And um, they gave you a little hint about who's gonna be on it. Alex, go ahead.
0: That's ChumbaCasino.com
3: and live the Chumba life.
1: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
3: So we can't play the audio because there's a licensed song in this and uh, Facebook oh, hates no. it. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> so obviously hmm. they're hinting towards two goats hmm. to be on the cover of Madden. If you're watching right now, I want you to guess who the two goats are going to be. Drop them in the comments right now, whether you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, or Twitter, because we want to know who do you think are the two goats that are going to be on the cover of Madden. Outside of Eric Ebron, I
4: really can't think <laughs> who the other one is.
3: He does have goat hooves for hands. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, mean, I think
6: we all know who the Brady, idea. right? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm going to say. No. Yeah, it's it's... Brady New England and Brady and Tampa Bay. <laughs> I mean, it's ooh. I mean,
3: what I else, mean, here's what the thing, a lot say. of people were saying Mahomes and I was like, yep. It can't be Mahomes again. He was just on it. But remember when they matched up in the Super Bowl? It was goat versus baby goat. Yes, like that was kind of the headline that everybody was rolling with during the Super Bowl. So yeah, Brady's the layup in this. We I know Brady.
4: Don't know the second one though.
3: Yeah, the second one could be anybody. It could be Calvin Johnson for all we know. You know, it could be an inactive player. They could be bring back a Barry Sanders. They could, yeah. you know, they could bring back Emmitt Smith. They but none could. of those make sense with you Brady. Know you know what? Maybe it might be Brady and Joe Montana. Oh, I could see that. I mean, that was his hero growing up. Joe Montana undefeated in Super Bowls, one of my Mm -hmm. favorite quarterbacks of all time. I wouldn't be mad at that. Uh, Or how about this? Brady and actual John Madden.
6: I definitely would not be mad at that because, I mean, for a while, John Madden was always on the cover of Madden. Yeah. So, I mean, it would be appropriate to bring him back. I wouldn't mind that at all.
3: I like Rob Connington here. Uh, Brady and Watt. Which Watt, though? TJ, probably. Um, you know, maybe you go offensive side and defensive side. So you go like a Brady, you go Tom Brady and like a maybe a Ray Lewis.
2: But you none know, of them make sense Ray, like Ray, that. Ray's though.
6: already been on it. I would love to see if we're
3: going to go Goats. Let's go Tom Brady and Deion Sanders. Ooh, I like that. Jeff, do you have a. You got any guesses on who the goats are going to be on the cover of Madden?
4: Um, it it's hard because Pat Mahomes was on twenty, so I, he might be counted out. Uh, Tom Brady is the, probably the most obvious one, but the other one is kind of just free game. I feel like it's going to be hard. I mean, Watt was a good one. People are saying like Gronk, like it. I don't know. I don't think obviously Gronk. It's going to be another oh, quarterback. Gronk, Gronk would be sweet. Gronk it would be sweet. be a good it one. It would be sweet. But maybe yeah, it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely Brady. That's the for sure Maybe one. it's
3: Brady in uniform and drunk Tom Brady at the parade. Because that's yeah. the goat in my eyes. You're on to something. <laughs> Avocado tequila.
4: You're on to something. <laughs> I mean, yeah, realistically, Jake brings up a good one. What if it is just Brady with an actual goat? That is funny. That would be hilarious. That would be great. Like, that makes sense. All these other ones, even that with, with Aaron Brady Donald. Brady and
3: Aaron Donald, that... Like, none of these I'd be mad at, though. I
4: know, but it just it doesn't make sense, because if it's going to be a Tom Brady Madden cover, it's just got to be all Tom Brady-focused.
6: Now, Breeze, what if it ain't even Brady?
4: Come on.
3: Then... That- then, then what, the are <laughs> what are we doing here? What are we doing here? There is no I'm, other I'm just, goat. I'm just saying. Brady is the goat of goats of goats. Like, there's there's no debate about that. The only person who is, like, crazy enough to debate that sits in that chair from three to five. His name oh. is Tom Masaway. <laughs> he does not understand how great Tom Brady is. Oh, yeah.
6: he just I've I refused to go down that rabbit hole with him anymore. Yeah,
3: he just drinks that haterade.
5: <laughs> no, Joey, he actually thinks Tom Brady is not good.
4: Yeah, I know. And that's why he knows doesn't know shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't even have to know football you know what? You gotta, to know Tom you know what? Brady's a
6: On that one, you got well, to treat him like um, Floyd did Larry Merchant. You don't know shit about football. <laughs>
3: <laughs> or how Adam tweets, treats me. <laughs> whoa, was, whoa. You don't know because, shit about sports. Well, we can see that in about less than, what, 90 seconds? Yes. Uh, Fish, who do you think should be on the cover of Madden?
5: Who do I think should be on the cover? Yep. Uh... Well, that, those are two different questions. Nope. Who do I think should be on the cover versus who do I think is on the cover? Well, I think it's going to be Tom Brady on the cover.
3: And who's the second GOAT? Because they said there's two GOATs.
5: Well, it's either Patrick Mahomes
3: or another GOAT. Okay. And who do you think should be on the cover? Um, I don't know. Uh,
5: uh, I can't think of a name. Um, <laughs> You're frozen.
4: Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> well,
5: that's, that's, that's the other football uh, that's not the football they're talking about. It's not Madden football. It's football, yeah. which is games today. Wink, wink, wink. Hopefully in Adams' bets. Um, I don't know. Lamar Jackson? Patrick Mahomes?
3: I still like the idea of Brady in an actual goat, and I love the idea of Brady in a Patriots uniform and in a Bucks uniform. I think that would be a great Bra- troll Brady job, too. A what go- up, Kool-Aid?
6: Brady holding a goat would be just the greatest
2: <laughs> troll like petting ever. A goat.
3: <laughs> Uh, So we'll find out when they release that. Uh, It's coming up on the 22nd, so a week from today we'll know who is on the cover of Madden. And like I said, if you got a guess, make sure you're dropping it in the chat right now because we want to know what you're thinking on it because none of us can really pin it down beyond Tom Brady. And uh, coming up next, Adam is in here. He's looking sexy today and a button-up, and he is ready to deliver his bets right here on the Woodward Sports Network.
0: So what's up, my name is Sean Belegian Glad to be a part of Belegian and Bell Every day at 11 I'm the guy that gets pissed off at all the stupid sports fans out there
5: What up, though? I'm Drake Bell
6: Here on the Belegian and the Bell Show Here at Woodward Sports Network Tap into the energetic Sean And the calm, smooth, Drake Bell Okay, round two Name something that's
0: not boring
5: a laundry? Ooh, a book club Computer
2: solitaire, huh?
0: Oh
3: Welcome back to the Morning Woodward Show live on the Woodward Sports Network, Detroit's all-digital sports network. Thank you guys for waking up with us and being a part of the show. Loving the comments this morning. Um, you guys are just part of the family when you comment, and we get to see who you are, and you know, it's just nice to have this interaction over and over and over. So thank you guys so much, and don't forget, coming up in just five minutes, we are going to qualify somebody to get into our Kick for Crypto contest, 25K you could win, but first, Let's get into some other money that you could win with the sexy
9: Adam. Hey, what's up, guys?
3: Oh, I like that shirt, man. Thank
9: you. Thank you. How,
4: How does it feel? So- they, uh, they, they, uh, day two? two? No, day like 10 being a married man.
3: Oh,
9: yeah. man. Honestly, I yeah, like. I don't even feel it. I, nothing changed.
3: Is it weird? Is your ring bothering you at that all? That is
9: the most frustrating thing, I think, of everything. Yeah. My, is, but, I'll take... I hate this thing. Yeah, when yeah. I was wearing
3: my ring for the first time on my left hand, it was like digging into the... Yeah. the like the webbing between the This makes you
4: not want to be too. Yours is a little bit bulkier, too. It's got some carves on the side, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's got, like, engravings yeah. on the side. And yeah, stuff. no, fuck that.
9: I don't like it. <laughs> I don't but, like it. What I also don't like is going one and four yesterday. Like, oh, hey, disaster. oh. Disaster. Hey, you're but, not
3: making me feel so bad now.
9: Uh, you uh, went oh, oh, over. Hold on. Hold on. Over oh three, though. Yeah. Right. Anyways. Zero <laughs> percent. We missed out on the jazz by one point. Oh. <laughs> mm. We, the Brutal. over-under was at 223 and a half. We finished at 223. Like, like, why? Why does that happen? Anyways, it was a bad day. Whatever. I'll I'll forget about it, and hopefully tonight is much, much better. Uh, five bets today, four of them. I'm super confident in betting individually. One of them, the line is just too high, but it's good to mix in with your parlay. Never a bad thing, and that's the Portugal game. But we'll start with the Nets, Bucks. Bucks are heavy favorites. Minus 195 right now on my bookie. Uh, almost 210, I believe, on FanDuel and every other place, but avoid betting the Bucks straight-up money line. There's no money to be made there unless you're going to put, like, significant money and you're a Bucks fan and you really think they're going to win. Having said that, the play is the under at 217.5. No Kyrie, no James Harden. The Bucks have shown they can't score over 100 points in the series already. With KD not having his two co-stars... This is going to be a very low-scoring game, something around 107, 98. It's going to be very low-scoring. Bucks win. I could care less. I'm going to go with the under at 217 and a half, and then we'll move to the Tigers, who absolutely shut me up yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> God F- damn, it, I hate it. But quit you know betting what?
3: betting on them. Fish. Fish has cursed you.
9: I don't care. I'm going to keep doing it because I'm still love betting on the Tigers. But <clears throat> this game, we're going to go the under at eight and a half. Casey Mize is on the mound, and Kent City, I believe, their aces on the mound. So tonight, low-scoring game. I don't think this game goes over nine runs. Casey Mize probably pitches six innings, only gives up a run or two. So hopefully the Tigers bats don't show up today. That would be very nice. And then we'll move to hockey, playoff hockey. Lightning versus the Islanders. Islanders already up in the series. I'm going to take the Lightning not only to win, but to cover. Uh, I think the Lightning are a lock today to win. Having said that, I think the money to be made is betting the spread, which is them to win by more than a goal. So we'll take that at plus 145. A lot of money to be made there. Now, individually, this next game doesn't make too much sense to bet on Portugal versus Hungary. You bet this game if you're going to bet Portugal to win by more than a goal, which is also very difficult in soccer. Having said that, it's something to do just to make money on. But I'm going to take Portugal just on the money line to help my odds when it comes to my parlay. And then, of course, the last game of the day, probably the best game of the tournament so far, is going to be France versus Germany. I'll take the France-Germany draw at plus 179. The highest individual ticket i will be betting today it's a great great bet two of the best teams in their own group portugal's also in that group uh that game has draw written all over it france struggling coming into the tournament germany we don't know if they're going to score any goals so i I like this bet and honestly a hundred dollars well two hundred dollars yesterday would have won thirty six hundred dollars if i'd fucking got my shit together (laughs) having said that today only a hundred Wins just as much as yesterday, and I don't have to bet as much. So I like the parlay bet today, and I'm gonna bet heavily on these individuals. I saw a comment earlier. I think it was from Ryan on YouTube. I owe you 50 bucks. I'm sorry, man.
3: <laughs> oh man, you should have seen the heat I got after day one going
9: 0-3. But then I picked yeah. it up the
3: rest of the week, and I we mean, broke even by the end of the week. Yeah, so I you know. mean,
9: I've made a lot of money for people. So <laughs> I, I can go 1-4 occasionally. It's not often. I'm sorry. Hopefully today, 4-1, 5-0 a day. So I'm looking forward to it.
3: Awesome. Well, if you're looking forward to getting in on any of those bets, you can go to mybookie.com right now, and our promo code WOODWARD10, and we will give you a free $10. You don't have to put any deposit in. It's just free money for you to play with. Have some fun with it. Pick up on Adam's bets. Do what you got to do, but you got to sign up today. Promo code WOODWARD10
9: at mybookie.com. Right, Adam? Yep. Go get that money, man. I'm so I hate. I hate. There's nothing worse than coming in here after a bad day of betting.
4: That's why you have to look good
9: today. Because like I'm that. giving. Yeah,
3: I'm like, ah, I'm bet like shit. At least like I'll I look put good. my
9: money on. It's different, but right. you know when people trust you <laughs> and they put their money on it, it's so frustrating. Nothing. Irritates me more. Fuck you, Utah.
3: Well, speaking of money. Go Tigers. 25K in crypto that we're giving away with our 25K Kick for Crypto contest. And it's 9 a.m. So you know what that means. Right now we are looking for caller number 5. 313-552-6322 is the phone number. It's 313-552-6322. 2 2 call up right now so you could qualify to get into the grand prize where you could be kicking a football to win 25k in crypto. And whether you want dogecoin, you could do that. You want Bitcoin, you could do that too. But you gotta call now to qualify. 313-552-6322. And when we come back next, we got a top ten list. And I love this top ten list the top 10 moments in Detroit sports history. So start thinking about what those moments are and give us a call, 313-552-6322. Good luck. Ever since Corey's been wearing this LeBron James jersey around the network, it has been falling down a lot. And you know, really, that's it. Dan Campbell is going to be the man for the Lions. Don't you agree, Corey? I didn't even touch you. Welcome back to the Morning Woodward Show, live on the Woodward Sports Network, Detroit's all-digital sports network, and you know what, Fish, I see the lines are lit up right now, so just answer the red line. You see the red line? That's, that's going to be our fifth caller today, because we got eight lines in here. That's the fifth one down. We're taking the red line. Just put them straight to air, Fish. Let me talk to them. You got it? All right, Woodward Sports, Hello. Hello. Hey, who's this? Notini. No. Hey, yeah. Dan Notini, baby. <laughs>
2: What's going
3: on, boys? You ready to kick some balls?
2: Oh, of course. I'm an ex soccer player. Come
3: on, I got this down. Oh, all right. I, we did not put that in the rules that you didn't have to be an ex soccer player. So yeah. yeah. Uh, Dan, you are now qualified to win that 25k and kick and kick for crypto. You ready to do this, man?
2: absolutely
3: how far can you kick a football I haven't done that in 20 years man I don't know
2: <laughs> oh
4: when you say ex-soccer player you meant ex-soccer player okay?
2: I met many moons ago <laughs> well
4: that's awesome where are you calling from
3: this morning
2: back in Waterford taking care of the baby this morning uh,
3: how's the baby doing man she's doing great she's almost doubled in weight she's doing
4: awesome man So, you know what you got to get for her 25K in crypto. Exactly. That's what it's for. (laughs) Perfect,
3: man. Well, we're going to put you on hold. Fish is going to get all your information, and you are now qualified to be in the finals for that 25K kick for crypto. And uh, couldn't have happened to a better guy. So happy for you, Dan. we splitting that. Hey, I love you,
5: boys, man. I got to come see you soon.
3: Yeah, stop by the studio anytime, man. We'd love to see you. Uh, we'll do that. You guys take care. Great show. All right. Thank nice you, Dan. You. See you, Dan. See you, Dan. Awesome. Fish is gonna get his information and there you go. It's when are we going. When huh? are we going out
4: to the football field? I feel like we all gotta give it a try because we all talk shit. Like, oh, we can do this so easily. Uh, we can go today. If we want. Um, but yeah, you got another chance to qualify at noon and four PM
3: if you missed it this morning. And we're also gonna give you bonus chances on our Twitter and Instagram. So make Damn. sure you're following us there at Woodward Sports. Fish, you turn my bed up real quick. And uh, let's get into it, man. I love this. Top 10 Tuesdays. We do it every Tuesday right here on the Woodward Sports Network. And here we go. You guys ready for the top 10 moments in Detroit sports history? Let's do it. All right. Let's kick it off. Number 10. Barry Sanders rushes for 2,000 yards. And, you know, I would have maybe put this higher on the list. But it didn't result in any championship or anything like that. It's a regular season award. And so that's why it's down there at number 10. And we got a video of Barry breaking this record. And
4: I miss watching Barry Sanders run the football. I really do. It's crazy. When you look at Lions running, 1,133 was the highest since... Held by Kevin Jones in 2004. See this right here. This was actually
6: the next play because he broke it on like a like a on, a on a smaller run, and then they went and gave him the game ball, and then when he when he went and gave it to his dad, the whole line corralled him. The very next play, he broke this, and I was just like, damn. And that's when they, that's why everybody got all hype. because it was like, okay, he, he definitely got it now. Yeah. <laughs>
3: David Sloan running in there to give yeah. him love. Remember the Sloan heads. <laughs> Do you remember the Sloan heads? I don't. David Joy Sloan was probably a tight two. end for the Detroit Lions, and that was around the time when Cone heads were big. So they would all come in with the Sloan heads, and everybody would have these big-ass silver cylinders on top of their head. Sloan was a decent tight end for us. Yeah. So that is number 10 on the list. Number 9 on the list. I love this moment, but also reminds me that my sister was at this game, and I was not. You got to watch Maglio's walk-off home run against the A's in the ALCS to send us to the World Series. And this moment is just iconic. Oh, it's it's magic. It's picturesque. It's beautiful. Uh, Adam, you got that video? Ready to rock?
0: The 1-0's swinging a fly ball. Wow. Left field is wow. deep.
3: He's
2: way back. back. <laughs> going to <laughs> the World Series. Great call,
3: too. Uh, look at Polanco running around. I, remember, I know this call. Worst <laughs> word. word. Oh, Just look at that. The right oh, there's Kevin
4: Durant security guard. <laughs>
6: <laughs> this is the one Tigers of those. It, you know what's weird? Six. This is one of those rare plays where the local broadcast and the national broadcast were both iconic calls. Because I thought the national broadcast call was called was great as well.
3: I loved after that game when they came out and like popped champagne on top of the dugouts and started spraying the fans Phil coke was running around doing his thing like that was just a magical moment in a magical time for baseball in this city man god I want that back I want that feeling back uh, number eight on this list it's a championship it's not a Super Bowl it is a championship But it's not a Super Bowl. The Lions win the 57 championship. You Uh, have to go all the way back to 57. And surprisingly, we got footage from the team back then, too. Come on. Yeah. Honestly, when I was looking for it, and there we go. Oh, that's clear
4: as heck, too. This is
3: the Western Conference Championship, the 49ers. They beat to get to, obviously, the
4: championship. Tell me why this footage is better than the Tigers footage that we just had for Maglio. (laughs) I'm assuming it was restored. Yeah, Yeah, it
3: definitely had to be restored. But, you know, that that's the last time the Lions won anything.
4: Look how sweet he that put, just looks, though.
3: Oh. And look how slow <laughs> they look. <laughs> yeah. Like, you did not... And look how guys, normal size they all look. Right. It's just a whole different ballgame. Look at that scoreboard. That's awesome. So that is number eight on the list. Obviously... You know, we want a Super Bowl here, but mm-hmm. rebuilding since 57 is the slogan. And, um, you know, hopefully we take leaps and bounds right now. Number seven on this list. I witnessed this goal live, watching it with a bunch of my friends, maybe a little intoxicated and having a really good time. Steve Iserman, his double overtime goal. This was such a big moment. Just because the Blues, right.
6: I remember that goal. That goal was just super crazy. I was just like, he hit it from so far back. It just, right. It was just one of those, it was just, for me, surprised a person who's a casual hockey fan, just being able to see that slap shot from that far back and then how everybody just went ahead and just ran up the Iceman and corralled him. It was one of those goosebumps moments. It was just like, and I think wasn't it a great one in that series, too? Um, I, think I believe was so. New. There I, he is
3: with the puck right yeah. there. Yep.
6: I remember Man, that I'm they, seeing that scene like, see, out there. Oh, from the blue line, baby! Now I don't know if I was watching it live or not, but I remember like back in the day, ESPN used to kind of play the games back to back. So I don't know if I caught the rebroadcast, but I know I saw it. I remember seeing it late at night, and I was just like, "Oh
3: crap!" Look at the fans at the Joe. I missed the Joe already. Not that LCA is a bad place to watch a game, but the Joe was just like it's, pretty it, nasty, it's, it's, it's yeah, nasty
4: smell in there. Yeah. Like, everything about it was the deepest steps in the world. And, yep.
6: But the, but for some reason, and I know Joey said this about LCA, was the best place to get Little Caesar's pizza. Yeah,
3: <laughs> You got to go to the source, baby. You got go go to go to the source. Um, and if they charge you $20 for a $5 hot and ready, it better be at least four times better. Hey, amen to that. Uh, number six on this list. I absolutely love this. It's it's one of my favorite sports moments of all time. And uh, I also want you guys to drop your comments. Let us know what your favorite Detroit sports moment of all time is. This is number six, Gibby's home run in 84. But really what makes this is Sparky. Is this in the World Series? No. Oh, yes. Yes, it is. Actually, I'm sorry. Look at that beautiful stadium. Wasn't this man. like
6: a... If I'm not mistaken, wasn't this like game one? I could be wrong. Can we?
3: Can you rewind the video a little bit to so to show Sparky Anderson? Because that's my favorite part of this video. Is Sparky Anderson... They don't want to walk you! They don't want to walk you! And he's just talking trash from the dugout. And Goose Gatches is a Hall of Famer. Those uniforms are so why did iconic. Why didn't they walk him? Uh, they, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. And I guarantee they regret it to this day. Because
4: there was a runner on second and
3: third. Yeah. My favorite part of that video, though, man, is definitely Sparky screaming at him, they don't want to walk you. They don't want to walk you. So... 84 had some great memories for baseball and just for the entire city. But overall, what what a great team that was. I mean, the way they started out that season, it was just they were on fire. What were they? 35 and 3 to start out the season or something like that. Absolutely insane, that baseball team. Moving on, number five. This could be higher on the list, but I I think it's not just because I don't know. There's some other big things on this list, and I think it could be because it's something I think we all experienced. We all were pretty much alive for. The 2004 Detroit Pistons Championship. Going to work, baby.
6: Um, I, I think that is appropriately placed. I mean, you know, depending on what, what type of sports fan you are, you could raise it higher. But I think it's definitely it's definitely a top five Detroit sports moment because the outside of Detroit – the entire world wrote off the Detroit Pistons. This was supposed to be a sweep. L.A. was going to come through and just steamroll the Pistons. And Shaq, Kobe, Carl Malone, and Gary Payton were about to get the easiest ring
4: of their life. Right. Look at my man And,
6: my man, <laughs> then, you know, something happened that we like to call the Detroit a five-game sweep. Because they really didn't win game two. The Kobe, Pistons won just, <laughs> Kobe won game
3: two. Kobe won game two. Kobe did. That's oh, it. I don't
6: even really want to say Kobe won game two. I just say the Pistons just gave away game
3: two. Like Luke Walton <laughs> won game two. Now, honestly, remember that? We got Luke Walton. We were talking about that the other day. Like, which guys have shown up out of nowhere? Luke Walton was another one. We got Luke Walton in game two.
4: What did he do that game? He just went off on us. Or he had a just game?
3: played fundamental basketball. Yeah. Was feeding out of the post, like dropping off passes. Luke freaking Walton. Just making a difference is what Luke Walton did that game.
6: Then they came back to Detroit. Didn't get a night's rest at the Townsend, and then the rest is history.
3: God, I miss those days, man. I like I was one of those guys out there banging stuff at <laughs> two in the morning. I knew it. I knew it. You know, like listen, man. Like if, this is our team, man. This is our squad. If we could, I couldn't play in the game to help, but what I could do is make sure that kobe bryant did not get an ounce of sleep that's the one thing i could do I clocked mean, in for work every night and the birmingham <laughs> cops to their credit were very cool during that time they they just everybody away but they weren't making arrests and then of course you know the crowd would go right back to work and
6: i mean because because they knew what was up they're just like hey you know that ain't our team. They, were,
3: they were fans too <laughs> yeah they were just like they
6: were just like okay guys calm it down we're gonna but we're gonna turn our backs and you know Go back up to everyone. Just pretend like I never saw it. So
3: that is 10 through 5 on the list. Number 10, Barry Sanders rushes for 2,000 yards. Number 9, Maglio's home run against the A's. Number 8, the Lions win a championship, baby. In In what year? 1957. Uh, Number 7, Iserman's double overtime goal against the Blues. Number 6, Gibby's 84 home run with Sparky screaming, Now I don't want you. I don't want to lock you at number five on that list, the 2004 Pistons championship squad. So we got the top five coming up next. And let us know who you think should be in the top five. What sports moments do you think are the best in Detroit sports history? And we will find out the top five coming up next on the Woodward Sports Network. Hey, guys, I'm Mac.
7: Hey, guys, I'm Pilar.
4: That was a little slow.
7: Right. Hi, I'm Mac. I wasn't ready. I was doing this.
4: Hi, I'm D Mac.
7: <laughs> hey, I'm Vilar.
0: I'm Maz. You're lit. Hi, I'm D Mac.
7: am Vilar.
0: I'm Maz, we suck. You I- suck. Catch us Monday to Friday, three to five.
7: Every day right here on the hook.
4: On Woodward Sports Network. <laughs> Fish. I was worried for you. Yeah. Uh, thank you.
5: No, I just had to tell you that because you know, I get scared when people say, you know, after the show, I'm going to talk to you. So I want you to know there's nothing bad.
4: No, what else did you say? You told me I wasn't in trouble.
5: Yeah, I told you I, you were in trouble because, again, I don't like when people say I'll talk to you after. It scares me. So I don't want you to be scared. I'm just
4: happy you're not putting Stick in trouble. Yeah, thank you. That's it.
5: Oof. I, I, I worry a lot, as you guys probably know. You worry? I know. You shocker. overthink Shock- things? Well, I, yeah, shocker. So I just want you to know <laughs> that, you know, for the next... Forty five minutes. Enjoy the show. Have fun and don't worry about what's gonna happen at, you know, ten oh five or <laughs> when you come and see me.
3: <laughs> and don't worry about what's gonna happen at ten oh five. Yeah, yeah
5: no, nothing bad's gonna happen. I just wanna talk to you about this board.
3: Okay. To solve some problems. So I got you, it. Fishy. I got you, man. You 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 do great work over there and we love you. Fish will never say he loves you man. Never I, does. Ever. Ever. I didn't know you wanted to respond to me. Uh, huh? you're the best. No,
5: I love you. Yeah, you're the best. <laughs> no, no, no. But I love you. That's very nice of you. I
4: don't know why you do, but you're the best. <laughs> he doesn't even say it to his parents. Really? No, you don't I do you tell your
5: parents you love them? Hey, yeah, all the time. Uh, I okay.
4: asked them. They, you, they said you barely ever say it to them. What about your dog? Do you tell your dog you love him? Oh God, no. <laughs> no, he kicks the dog. That's how he
3: shows his love. Well, Fish, I don't need your love back to let I, you know I
5: love you. I do not you. kick the dog, but I definitely, you know. Look at the dog. Stare the dog down. <laughs> stare the dog down. You shoo him
4: away. That's what you do I always. Do. I do.
5: How ah, you stare the dog down? Oh well, Yeah, when he does something bad, I just look at it. Maybe G- sweat it a little.
3: Give me, give me your, give me your stare down face right into the camera. Oh, that's <sighs> vicious. Absolutely vicious get the uh, hell away <laughs> <laughs> right. thank you fish uh, we are back into the top 10 it's top 10 Tuesday on the morning Woodward show good morning to you my name is stick we have Corey and Joey on the stage with me today as well as Paige and Jeff making sure that uh, everything is running smoothly behind the scenes Alex and of course the infamous fish we are to the top four on this list I misspoke I said uh, we already did the top six so we're now to the top four on the top 10 moments in Detroit sports history. And if you guys got one, make sure you drop it in the comments. I want to know what you're thinking. And if you think this list sucks, that's okay. Uh, Let Detroit Sports Nation know about it. Number four on this list, the Tigers win a World Series. Not in 84, but in (sighs) 1968. Long time ago, but this team was absolutely stacked. And actually, Rod Allen, um, uh, you well, know, I was never mind. He was on the '84 team, not the '68 team. I'm thinking <laughs> LK Line and all those guys. They had a great team in '68, but the Tigers win the World Series. And look at this footage; doesn't even look as good as the '57 footage.
4: Man, still crazy. I mean, it, there's just no color, but it's still nice. Ah, uh, look at this, and those unis are so nice. That's what I love about baseball. Is like it really hasn't changed much. No, it's a pastime.
3: It really is, and unfortunately, a lot of the things that used to make it great are the things that are killing it today, you know, like just it being a slow-paced game and lots of innings, like all that stuff that, you know, people today want now, 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 Mm now. Baseball hasn't changed. People have. Like, we've sped up as a society, and I love baseball. It's, It's such a great game to me. There's such great strategy that goes into it when you play it the right way, not just swinging for home runs every time, like, Back when baseball was played right, and even when Jim Leland was here, we, we, we played baseball pretty much the right way. You know, we were bunting over to move runners, creating runs, like just manufacturing things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the Tigers in 1968. <laughs> Did Maz make this? No, but you got to honor the championship teams, right? Um, number three on this list Bad Boys. Going back to back. Going back to back. I mean, what more can be said about the 89-90 teams? Uh, They're just absolutely great basketball to watch. Um, If you go back and watch the footage, it's like, man, basketball has definitely changed over the years. If you go back and watch basketball from the 80s and watch it from today.
6: I think when you talk about that Detroit versus everybody mantra, this is really where it originated from, in my opinion. I could be wrong, but this this team was really... Detroit versus everybody. The bad boys are, to this day, the one of the most iconic teams, not just in Detroit, but in sports history. And got to have them up there. That back-to-back was just great. Um, Isaiah got his – he already had a ring, but he finally got his finals MVP. And um, great team. Could was been three-peat. Yeah, should have – not could have, should have been a three-peat. Yeah. But, you know – NBA with the Phantom Foul. You know how that
3: goes. (laughs) Um, I just remember watching those games as a kid. You know, I was like eight or nine years old, and uh, we went on a road trip with my family across the country, and we'd stay at all these little campsites across the country. And, you know, like you're eight, you don't really realize the rest of the world hates Detroit at that point. Yeah. And I'm wearing my Detroit Pistons bad boy stuff. I got on the jumpsuit, and literally, kids are talking trash to me, saying the Pistons suck. And, you know, me, like how my brain works, like, very logical if they're champions they don't suck and like i couldn't figure out as eight-year-old me why all these people from around the country thought our team suck when they were the champions but like you said that's where that detroit versus everybody mentality started to fizzle up just a little bit more
6: yeah i really wish i could have appreciated that team i mean what was i Four
3: yeah <laughs> so. see that's how i am with the 84 tigers like, yeah i know they were a great team but i don't really have that appreciation because i was three
6: i just remember the shirts wearing the shirts and that's about it but actually oh remember the,
3: the parade and stuff and no, i don't remember that. <laughs> hey it's on its way back cory soon enough we'll be able to appreciate oh man god i can't <sighs> wait for this next generation of championship teams to roll through detroit like I feel so bad for guys like Mikey TikTok for Jeff for Paige, for Fish, who've never been to like a championship parade. I'm
4: I like, never either. what? I told you I've never been to a championship parade, but
3: you've been alive for some. You just oh, elected not arrived, to go to the parade.
4: Just, yeah, that wasn't something my parents ever did, you know, yeah. I wasn't driving when it all happened.
3: Yeah, see, that's the thing. I mean, like as Dang. an adult, experiencing it yeah. as an adult. Yeah. Because, like, when the Pistons won in 04, I was 23, in the p- prime age, working for a radio station. I had my media badge to go to the, the parade. Oh, that Man. is
6: literally the one moment that I don't think we've. I don't. I've never seen anything like that where that moment literally shut down the entire state. Yep. Metro Detroit was. It didn't matter where you were downtown seven mile eight mile royal oak it shut the whole city tope metro detroit down ah oh,
3: god it gave me goosebumps you're just saying <laughs> that because i remember i was living at the jeffersonian at oh, the time man. man so you this was all outside of you i like i lived on the 28th floor so i had a great view of downtown detroit and you could just see cars lined up the every uh, jefferson was just packed everybody just parked Out of their cars, partying. I went down to Jefferson, and
4: uh, we had had a great time that evening. Man, you think Christmas tree lighting and and fireworks shut the city down? Nothing. The thing
6: is, it was all celebration. Nobody acted stupid. No violence. No reports of somebody acting ass. It was just one of those really great feel-good moments.
3: Yep, another great feel-good moment for the city of Detroit. Coming in at number two, we got a guy that works on this network that was a part of this team—the 1997 Red Wings taking home the Stanley Lord Cup. Lord Stanley. Yep, uh, this was this was almost like their breakthrough moment because uh, when I grew up, the Red Wings were called the Dead Wings. Yeah. Nobody gave a damn about them. They were getting swept out of every playoff series that they were in, and then all of a sudden, this team comes around. And my God, not only did they change the game and the way it was played and how you recruited foreign players and the Russian five, just so much went into this. There was that huge long drought between, you know, making it to the finals. And this team just took the ice and played hockey in such a different way. So fluid, so fast, and also so angry! Man, look and look how big Eric Lindros is. That guy was such a monster.
4: And this <laughs> is this is really beast. what changed for the Red Wings because how many years was it before this that they didn't win a Stanley Cup? It was like twenty, thirty. So it's like, yep. and D was the one that sealed the deal in that. That's the best part to did, this.
3: Did you hear about D bet with his brother? No. Or his, uh, it was either his brother or his friend growing up. I, I don't want to misquote him there. So. Well, either his brother or his friend were fans of the Maple Leafs, right? Because mm-hmm. D grew up in Canada, but not too far from here. D obviously was a fan of the Red Wings, and the bet was that the Red Wings would win a Stanley Cup before the Maple Leafs. And D was the one to score the winning goal <laughs> for the Red Wings to secure. You imagine making a bet with somebody like that when you were young, and then being the guy to hit the shot to win it, and then call your boy up and be like, "Aha, gotcha." This, how awesome would that be? Like, that I mean, be like you, uh, like, uh, your boy's a friend, fan of the Lakers. Like, nah, Pistons will win a championship before. And you hit the buzzer shot to beat the Lakers. Like, it doesn't happen. Dude, it, I'm,
6: I'm calling and I'm going to. I'm just going to. I'm not even going to say your name, like, hey, what up? I'm just going to. First sentence. See that shot I hit, right?
4: You see, you see that goal out here, right? Right. Oh, so how is your family, family doing? Oh, okay. Yeah. You don't even got to talk. Just send that Venmo link. Right. That's it. <laughs> just I mean, it. there's nothing more you could do. Because think about just not only the chances of you going professional, going to that team that you had that bet. Like, what's the chances of that? That's one in a freaking billion. Uh, when dmac told me that story, it was just like, man, the world is
3: a crazy place. Like, life is such a crazy thing. Because, yeah. you know, how many kids have said that to their friends, you know, growing up and just playing, you know, mini sticks in the yeah. driveway or something like that. Like, I'll bet you the Red Wings win first. And then to grow up and be the guy to seal it for your team just. Honestly, that's such an amazing full-circle story. I yeah. love it. I love it. So shout-out to DMAC and shout-out to everybody who was a part of the 97 team. Uh, Stevie Y, we see what you're doing now, too, as uh, the GM, and we love it. Now let's get on to it. What's up, Scotty Fish? Bowman
5: too. Well, I was going to say we should take a screenshot of the graphic and tell Maz uh, or take a guess of how many of those events he's been to. <laughs> Maz? Yeah, but because he was New Jersey, he probably has been to, like, Two or three of them, not more of them. Even well, yeah, if he
3: wasn't, he'd say he was there. You,
5: you want to take guesses on uh, how many events of those on the graphic he has been to? Of these top ten? Yep. Of the ten I'm gonna, on the graphic, I'm and we'll tell him that at, during the hook. I'm gonna go
3: thirty to forty percent, so three or four. Okay. Three or four is what I feel comfortable with.
5: Joey, Corey, any guesses? I don't.
3: I don't know if he was at Barry Russian for two thousand. He was probably at Maglio. He was definitely at the Lions' fifty-seven championship. <laughs> 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 no i don't know i'm uh, 30 to 40 percent it's like 60 years old <laughs>
6: maz might have hit about
3: four of them yeah that's what i'm, I'm thinking three or four but i mean honestly what a what a great fan life maz has lived too
4: oh man like
3: i can't wait to be maz's age telling yeah i was at that game yeah i remember that you already ah, are
4: you already are young maz nah, thanks man you already are every time you bust out these memories psh. In forty more years, when you get to be Maz's age, right? With that, like, to have a whole list. Forty more years. Maz, eighty? Is he really eighty? No, Damn. you're just you're just uh, ten.
3: That's right. <laughs> um, number one on this list. Um, I like I said with Corey, I wasn't really conscious during this time. I was three years old during 1984, but when the Tigers won the World Series, that bless you boys lasted all the way through the mid-90s. Like, growing up, it was the talk of the town and they were still just celebrated. This team was just overly celebrated for a long, long time and they could be the greatest sports team to ever come through Detroit. And 1984, magical year for the Detroit Tigers. I
6: I go Never, I never saw the team play because I was born in 86. Okay. So, have no memories of it all. But to your point, I've heard the Bless You Boys over and over yep. and over and over and over and over. I've never not heard of them since my whole existence of living. And you go back and you see why. It's one of those teams that, just like the 0-4 Pistons, just one of those teams that I think really just captured the hearts of the city. Yep. And I mean no disrespect to the weather wings we know we we know when we love and appreciate their history but this is a team that is forever going to be number 1 in everybody's hearts overall
3: yeah, and I I don't know why either. Yeah. Like I, I <laughs> honestly don't know why because like I said I really wasn't you know consciously aware back then. But it seems like this '84 team, and it may have to do with like coming out of the riots and coming okay. out of like yeah. the bad shit in Detroit that was happening just five six years prior to that. To bounce back. To and bounce the- and something as the city to unite around and celebrate that. That may be it. I don't yeah. know officially. Um, but at the same time, whenever you can have that moment where the city was divided to come and celebrate together as one and you have that eighty four team, just just magical. You know, Sparky Anderson, Alan Trammell,
4: Lou Whitaker, just great And that's the team. thing, you think of Tigers greats, all time greats, these are the names that you're hearing, the Whitakers and the Trammels. So it's crazy that it was that long ago, back in nineteen eighty four, but when you think Tiger's great, that's who you think. Yeah. So that is the top 10 list. I stole it from uh, Detroit Sports
3: Nation. They did a good job with we it. We borrowed I mean, it. Yeah, well, you know, I wanted to we highlight it. it. Yes. We highlighted I mean, it. There you go.
6: I will say this, and we didn't bring it up. For the number five, the 2004 Pistons Championship, today is the anniversary of
3: hey! it. Hey! Wow. <clears throat> Chauncey Billups, Ben Wallace. I mean, I could. I think I can name all 12 people on that roster still.
6: I'm pretty sure I could too. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Let me see so you got um You
3: got let's start with the starting five. I mean, that's that's a given, right? Ben so we Wallace, got Darko So
6: Ben <laughs> Wall- <laughs> He was on the squad whether yeah, you like it or
4: not, dude got ben, a ring. He so got a ben ring and Wall- we don't.
6: Ben Wallace, Rashid Rashid Wallace, um Tayshaun Prince, Rip Hamilton, Chauncey Billups, Lindsey Hunter, Mike James, yep. Eldon Campbell, Corliss Williamson, Memo Core. Yep. Darko, um, Darko Milicic, and... Um, Come on. Oh, I got the last one. <laughs>
3: I got the last one too. I know. It was, um, I said Eldon Campbell already, right? You already did. You said Soup. Uh, soup. Soup, Eldon Campbell.
6: Oh, yeah. I don't know why the last one was drawing a blank to me. And I know I'm going Nickname be... was Duncan. Oh. I didn't even know that. Duncan Darvin Ham. Really? Yeah. I, I keep forgetting about that. I remember because he was talking so
4: much shit after that.
3: I don't game. explain. I don't. I don't
4: understand that nickname though. Why that?
2: Because oh, Darvin
3: Ham
4: used to be jumping out the damn gym. No, like Darvin Ham could
3: grab the dollar off the top of a backboard if you needed to. <laughs> like Darvin Ham had hops. If he ain't have nothing
6: else, he had hops. <laughs> Yeah. Darvin Ham definitely stopped me for a minute.
3: Yeah, he's coaching in the league now. Yeah. yeah. So shout out to Darvin Ham. I was born in 84, so it's been pretty rough out here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for Tigers fans, it has been rough. That's why that, you know, 06, 08 run was pretty, pretty fun. Whew, man. What a, what a great what a great <laughs> top ten. I love going down the memory lane like that. And, yeah, Duncan Darvin Ham, it's good to get your name back out there to the public. And it's, it's crazy that this many years later, we can list all 12 people on that team. And, you know, and I could even list, you know, you got Larry Brown. You got Mike Abdenauer. You got, you know, Larry Brown's brother, Herb Brown, was the Mike assistant Woodson. coach. Mike Woodson was the assistant coach. Like, we we, can go we deep gave,
6: everybody it. gave a damn about that whole, yeah, the Bill, whole team. Bill Davison was yeah. the owner. And, Bullshit.
3: Yeah, the best <laughs> Best speech ever. Like that honestly, that should have been on the list. Bill Davidson's speech at the <laughs> hey, championship ring.
4: Detroit speeches. Right.
3: They didn't they didn't think we could win bullshit (laughs) like he just kept saying bullshit I love that out of Billy D so thank you guys for being a part of that conversation and let's not forget about our people at levels Uh, make sure you go to at enjoy levels on Instagram right now and give them a follow it's coming up in July uh, the grand opening in Centerline and I cannot wait to announce the official date and when we're going to be out there doing our morning show live from levels so make sure you're following along at enjoy levels on Instagram
4: Welcome to the newest Bridge Street Exchange, not only in downtown Fenton, now in the Somerset Collection. Located on the second level, south side, right next to Lululemon and Starbucks, this is where you can get all the hottest barware, or men's grooming products, or clothing, or, oh that's what you meant. (laughs) Don't forget they got some cool hats, too, and it's a lot of great local Michigan-owned companies that you're supporting. And don't forget, all under three bucks. You're such a loser. (laughs) But for real, take advantage. 15% off if you come in here. Tell Kevin that Woodward Sports sent you. Or stop. You ready for your news, Joey? Oh, it's game time. Let's do this. Let's get it.
2: Good morning, everyone. Extra, extra, read all about
4: it. Let's get into Joey's news. Let's go. Kawhi lights. That's what they say. And I love it because Kawhi freaking Leonard led the Clippers to a victory over the Jazz last night, 118-104. to 104. And just look at this dunk over Derek Favors. I'm sorry, but you are the face of a poster.
0: L.A., Leonard, seven to shoot. Kawhi makes his move. Oh, oh wow. A major ka-
4: I Love that, love that. <sighs> Just nasty. You re- we recap this game. Kawhi and Playoff Pete, both 31 points. Even Marcus Morris dropping 24 points, stepping up, and Corey's boy Reggie Jackson, game changer, dropping a whole four points. Yeah, mm. four more points than me. He did. And then Donovan Scrub. Mitchell dropping 37 points, and that that's my biggest takeaway from that game is. Before this game, they announced that Mike Conley wasn't going to be playing because of this hamstring injury that he has. And you saw it, that Donovan Mitchell is going to need some help. So all the attention and focus isn't on him on defense. Yeah. So that's a big one. Uh, Joel Embiid in his press conference, he even had a reaction to Kawhi's dunk.
2: I just, it just felt like I didn't have it uh, tonight. Uh,
0: and, of course, you can, you can kind of, oh, my God. It's not done.
4: That's it, Joe.
0: Thank you, Joe.
4: Oh, man! Wow. Um, but you can say, man, I I won't lie. If I if I went 0 for 12 in the second half, I'd be doing the same thing.
3: I don't know why you guys hating on this guy. He, he was watching a basketball game while getting interviewed. Shouldn't I'm just say be watching
4: late. the game. You shouldn't be talking to me. Especially Corey, as a media <laughs> insider, as a reporter would, in that Would room. you be
3: offended, Corey, if you were interviewing somebody and they noticed a play happening in another game? I
6: mean, all jokes aside, I'd probably laugh at it in a moment, but I'd be thinking in the back of my head like, asshole. <laughs> I
4: would have been like, yeah, so, Joel, why couldn't you have done that in the game? Right. And even then get one that, of those? And, and then they would have snatched that credential off your <laughs> <laughs> The Hawks squeezed by the 76ers to even up the series two apiece. Hawks 103, 76ers 100. And this game went down to the wire. Seth Curry even had a chance to send it to overtime on this attempt.
3: Three-point game, chance at the
1: last shot to tie it here if you're Philadelphia. Trying to force overtime, here is Curry, puts it up,
2: and no good! And Atlanta wins it!
4: So close. But not quite. He, you know what?
6: Trey Young is gonna, he's, go, he's gonna have to explode at some moment in this series. I mean, he's, he's scoring, i don't get me twisted, he's, he's putting up points, but efficiency. If he's going he's gonna to have one of those games where he's going to be shooting, like, 35-plus points or maybe, like, close to 45% shooting, I'm expecting that's going to be
4: in the next game. So that's what's going to get interesting for the Sixers. It's funny. For Trey Young, he drops 25 points, and we're here talking shit. Hey, I mean. <laughs> that good. That's, he's that good. It's like
6: you were expecting him to be even better. And like I said, I don't want to sound like an asshole, but it's, you know
4: it's coming. It's coming. You remember the dude that whooped the guy's ass the other day and said, Sun's in four. Yes, sir. He has now become one of the most famous dudes on the internet, and even Davin Booker reaching out to him in this tweet right here, you see him saying, need man's info. We better see him courtside game one. Yeah, and that's his girlfriend
3: uh, in the backwards hat right there because someone went on his Instagram, and, Corey, you'll appreciate this. The dude was like,
4: and he got a sister
3: too. He was happy. (laughs) (laughs) So this guy's living his best life right now.
4: Tigers put up 10 runs to beat the Kansas City Royals 10 to 3 My bad Adam. I know you always bet against the Tigers, but they balled out Willie Castro blasting a two-run home run right here a 1-0, ooh Drive good.
3: Deep right field Dozier will watch it sail away a two-run blast for Willie Castro to make it six nothing Tigers
4: And I'm going to be honest, I like seeing Julio Jones rocking that number two because A.J. Brown is keeping number 11, and you see him right here. First look in a Titans uniform. Looking good. God, he's fast. Yeah. it just looks so,
3: like, unhumanly fast. I mean, he is. Yeah. Him and A.J. Brown are about to do so much
4: damage with King Henry. (sighs) That play-action game is going to be ridiculous. And now, how about this feel-good story? We go to Paige, our intern from Central Michigan University. Fire well, up chips. What you got <laughs> for us today, Paige? Fire up.
8: So, high school junior Nick Herman shot this weekend the game-winning buzzer-beating shot. Now, this might not have uh, made headlines, but the fact that he, in 2018, uh, was diagnosed with bone cancer, and his leg made this shot that much greater. He has obviously recovered, but he was told in the beginning that uh, by a UCLA doctor that he could never potentially could never walk and would never play basketball again. He proved it wrong he was actually in the hospital for seventy days and if you look at a picture of him here uh, he had a, he has a 16 inch scar on the side of his leg uh, after Mate, you his- had
4: me there you're like he had a 16 inch what? Damn, that's crazy. (laughs) Wow. That is crazy.
8: And he had 44 staples in his leg after that surgery. (laughs) Uh, But why are we talking about him here? Well, this game, he actually scored 30 points and got the game-winning buzzer beater shot. And you can look at it here. Uh, It was tied 60-60 and then he made a three to win the game for his team.
4: Not just a three. That's from the distance, too, yeah, right? It's exactly. like shooting out there like Dame and Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. So awesome.
8: Yeah, it's fun video. See, And hey, they uh, got to
4: chill out over there with that leg, though.
8: Yeah, I know. Like, don't step on it. Don't step on it. <laughs> but, yeah, so now they're the number one seed, and they play later this week for the uh, state championships in California.
3: Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh we got state championship baseball happening this weekend mm-hmm. in Ooh, Michigan. Nice. Orchard Lake St. Mary's in the final four. Let's go, baby. Okay. Wait, state championship basketball
4: still going on? That's, that's crazy. They said
3: they may have covid and had to restart yeah, the season true. at
4: some mm-hmm. time Push and yeah. stuff back. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Well, thank you, Paige, for oh, that. You. And Joey's News is brought to you by Northwestern Tech. And i got to give them a shout-out because it's only 10 and a half months hands-on HVAC program. This is the program that works. And if you're thinking about a new career, I see you flicking off in my camera stick. <laughs> if you want this 10 and a half month hands-on HVAC program, I mean, look, it's the HVAC school that works. So check them out right now at northwesterntech.edu, and you might have yourself a new career. Hi, I'm David Hall from Hall Financial. And at Hall Financial, we treat our clients like family. And our number one priority is giving
0: each of our clients five star service. Our passion for five star service, combined with our expertise, allows us to find the best possible solution for refinancing your home loan. We take the time to focus on both the individual and the numbers. We're going to walk you through the process and close your loan in half the time of our competition. Go to DavidHallMortgage.com today.
3: Welcome back. It is the Morning Woodward Show live on the Woodward Sports Network, Detroit's all-digital sports network. And don't forget, your next chance to qualify for that 25K kick for crypto is coming up at noon with the Belizean and Bell Show. So we can get you hooked up and get you into the finals for that. Qualify at 9 a.m., noon, and 4 p.m. right here on the Woodward Sports Network. So... We have a bunch of people that work at this network, right? And it's majority guys, which means there's a lot of ego and testosterone rolling around this place at all times. Really? Really. <laughs> there's a lot of peacocking. There's a lot <laughs> of I'm better than you at this, or I can beat you at this, or let's play this, and a lot of competition. It's healthy. It's fun. But then you get some people that are just stupid. <laughs> and this brings me to easy. <laughs> so easy. Has run his mouth around here about his white belt that he has in jiu-jitsu, which it, to me, isn't the white belt the lowest belt you can have? Correct. Okay. Oh, well, no, it is. Actually, so no belt is he, the
1: lowest, and then getting so, a white belt. So
3: he's one step above me. Um, but I also, I would put my fighting career up against Easy's fighting career a million times out of a million. When you say fighting career, though, what do you mean by Knocking that? Knocking like, dumbass fighting? dudes out in the bar.
4: Yes. That doesn't count, though. What kind of oh, fighting is he talking about? No,
3: it, Ask Kimbo Slice. That shit counts. <laughs> um, I don't know if Easy's ever Dang, been fish. in a real fish fight. packs
4: a punch. Yeah, Fish over there beating the hell out of his Has palms. He? Do we know if he's ever fought before? I don't know. Okay.
3: So, Easy starts running his mouth that he can beat me in a fight. Like a real MMA-style fight. Hmm. Now, I would murder Easy in a real MMA-style fight, so I wanted to give him at least a chance. And now, he wants to wrestle or jujitsu or whatever, roll on a fucking mat together. And he thinks he can beat
4: me. See, the thing about that, though, and this is kind of going to defend you, have you done that? Yeah, I wrestled when oh, so I you was did. younger. So okay. not
3: like I was a professional wrestler right. or anything like that or even wrestled through high school. But whenever I got cut from the basketball team, I'd go wrestle.
4: Like, okay, that was so, my you bas- so you so you wrestled every single year? I wrestled year. a lot, yeah, except so for eighth grade. The, the, <laughs> the thing about it, though, it's like when you talk about wrestling and jiu-jitsu, things like that, that's just more all about the training leading up to it. Yes, it's
3: also about leverage and angles and position and stuff like that. Fish, what you got to say, buddy? Sounds
5: like Easy does not
3: care. Like, he wants to fight you. Well, Easy's delusional. I mean, that that's really what this boils down to. Easy says he can beat Bruce Lee's ass.
5: Like, so you keep giving him chances doesn't mean anything because he's going to want to do it anyway.
4: Well, I mean, listen, if it comes down to that, he could always say that he could beat Bruce up and all that, it's not going to happen. Well, and
1: here, here's the deal. This is how it all started. Yesterday, before the Belegian and Bell show, Stick and Easy were talking, and I said, man, I'd love to see you two fight. Like, I would. Oh, so you started uh, it. I started that? 100%. So then, during the Belegian and Bell show, Easy made it clear that he... Honestly believes that he could beat Stick, not in a real fight, but in a grappling contest. So this morning I contacted Chris, who owns Allegiance Gym. Uh, we're set up and ready to go for Thursday at 2 p.m. Ooh. Now we just need to figure out the logistics of it because you have a five foot three, three hundred pound man versus a <laughs> six foot four, hundred and fifty pound man. Uh,
3: hey, hey, put uh, some respect okay. on my name, right, but regardless, <laughs> I'm 195, both. bro. 195
1: and lean. So here's the thing: lean mean fighting machine. Both both parties are ready to go. We're gonna cut promos today, and we're gonna get this going on Thursday. I am honored to be the referee in this match. And I want to see who's the better grappler between Easy, who's a white belt, which in his mind is equivalent to black belt, uh, in Brazilian jiu-jitsu against Stick. I can who- make it a
3: brown belt and wipe my
1: ass with it. Oof. Okay. So here's the thing. Now we need to get to the logistics of the match. How many rounds are we going to do and how how long? Doesn't I- matter. Man,
4: there ain't no logistics. Just Let them let them fight, man. Uh, like, do, do pride I mean, days yeah, towards man, one 10-minute this- round? Yeah. This isn't about like... The organization. This well, is no, about the shit talking and giving them a result. We have to get
1: the contract signed. We
4: have We don't to get, need any of that.
1: So you're saying one 10 mil, uh, minute round?
4: We're going to need a waiver signed by Easy because I'm going to choke him, him out in the us. first three minutes of whatever oof, we do, anyways. Oof. Oof.
1: I will say I have watched Easy grapple. He grappled against Mikey TikTok, which Mikey TikTok is. He's he's stacked a little bit. He's he's done he, a he little got bit. popcorn muscles. Oof. But regardless, he just looks big. The interesting part about this is I did talk to Chris from Allegiance. He got the SpongeBob's
4: where you could blow him up. Chris said.
1: Chris said, listen, what it comes down to, if it was a real fight, it would be different and I would go with Stick. He's like, but, you know, Stick's got to keep it standing for as long as possible and then shoot in and get the takedown. Stick, what are your thoughts on that?
3: Um, I, I honestly, I don't have to t- keep standing. What I got to do is. Easy b- has spoken. I will finish Stick in two minutes. Wow. Ooh, I, I love, love that. That. Dude, okay. let me say,
1: I've never worked for a company where Speaking. this is allowed. I fucking love it. This is my dream. Like, I want to match people up. Like, I would love Joey and Adam to go at it. I would love Corey and Joik to go at it. Not just because they're both black, but just
6: because, like, Joik and Corey look would at, be a look great at that. match. Look at that. You see, look, Can put he the he camera is. on me. Can
2: Can Can you see it?
1: that?
6: I, and I'm going there. The white man wants the black on black crime. Look
1: at <laughs> that. But seriously, I mean, what other job do you work at? Where this is a reality, so why not start doing this And these that's match-ups? my fear, though.
3: Like, if we were to really fight, I would seriously hurt Easy, like break his nose, like yeah. really hurt this kid. So I that's think- why we could do grappling because I think it it gives him a chance. Yeah. See, but I don't like that. If he's you want to fight, he, fight. Yes. If
4: he's saying I'm that he for can fight it, so let's
1: see what Easy says. He's got a, a minute to respond. But listen, I want the co-main. I've already called this guy out. He won't accept it. But, Choff, if you're free Thursday at 2,
6: let's grapple. Time out. Go ahead. Corey. We got to figure something out. <laughs> mama, Mama Day said, Sammy, don't forget me. It's you got to pick her up from the airport. I, I do got to pick oh. my mama from the airport. What
3: time? No, the, Thursday night. Oh, it's oh. Thursday at 2. Yeah, so Thursday. Uh, here's my schedule Thursday. Oh. Here we go. Here's my schedule Thursday. Coming to work. I get, here sorry, about, I'm gonna uh, I get in here about 6.50 uh, in the morning. Uh, I'll leave here. I'll uh, I'll go wrestle easy. I'll beat his ass. Then I got to go play <laughs> softball, and I'll beat some ass in softball. Then I got to go pick up my mom from the airport at 10.30. Be a good and day. then I'll be back Friday
4: morning at 6.30 ready to beat some more ass. So, dude, he's so, about to go show up to softball and the airport with a black easy, guy. Easy, easy. Easy just said that oh, Stick's man. only
1: way of winning is boxing.
4: Not oh, to
3: kickbox anything that involves striking, I would kill him. So, so that, easy, so yes or easy's no? Easy's only Down. chance is that he gets me to the ground. Speaking
5: of Easy, we have him on the line. That's so is my hand. Oh out. yes,
3: oh, oh, I love oh, it. Thank you Let's for, it. Thank you I for can, I
4: <laughs> can I introduce him to the show? Yeah, sure. We got Easy Paul. He's yet. one of the Paul brothers. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> songs, a Bunch <laughs> of shit on the show. Welcome, Easy Paul. Please
5: stick, please take your mouse off the button.
4: Sticky.
5: You have no chance. I love you. You have zero chance. You have fights against drunken untrained people. I I love you. You're a
0: white and, belt, and I, bro. I, 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 white belts mean
3: absolutely and nothing. And you're going to learn. I got you. And you're hey, going to this you're white gonna learn. You're going to know oh, what? Goodbye, belt. easy. This is my okay. show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I needed <laughs> him, hey. him. So can
4: it
1: can it be an MMA match? That's what I want to know. Hey, get him on
3: V-Mix. I want to see him. <laughs> get him on, v- get no, him on V-Mix. But him a, a white belt is like, honestly, what does it take? A week and well, a half to get a white belt? Well, let me tell you. When
1: I was six years old. Listen. Yeah, I
3: had one when I was in karate when I was four.
1: When I was six years old, I had a green belt and black stripe in karate. Okay I don't talk about that shit now because it's irrelevant as much as a white belt is. A white belt is beginner, but when you start Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, you don't get a belt, you earn the white belt. So I will say How that How many e-
3: weeks does it take you to earn? What do you have to do I, to earn this? It depends on the gym. Belt? It depends on the gym. Just okay. like just like with any I'm gonna belt. I'm going to call Chris today and be like, "Chris, give me a white belt."
1: I don't, think, I don't think that's not think works. Come on, you could
3: works. get one. He's, he's the homie. He'll hook it just up. Go back there and tell you Justin. Gotta get you got to put in work. I'm going to put in work on Easy's ass. Oh God, I can't wait. This is that the EZ greatest is job ever. I, I, I love this. You know what?
6: Yeah. This I'm going to be honest. So I have something I have to do Thursday afternoon, like for one hour. And you just canceled it. And I, I'm just going to be, I'm going to call them right now. Like, look, I have to move this up a little <laughs> bit it. because I need to, because I'm moving this up to 11 o'clock <laughs> just so I can... Go out to the, go out to you guys when Allegiance? Yeah, I don't know why you got to there and I'm taking and listen, pictures of this. We, like, yeah, no, we
1: need you to record Why Why we got to go to a gym though?
6: Like, why can't we just do
1: this
3: in the parking lot? <laughs> no, because we need to
1: do it at a You need like the gear, show love the why? Gears? Show she... to Chris. Show love
3: the Chris. He supported the network. I love Chris. That's fine, but I don't. I don't need. I I have time. I got shit to do besides driving a half hour of my out listen, of my way to beat some dude's ass. Now it, I can do that right, right here like in the parking lot. It sounds. How is it's, it sounding like excuses? excuse what I'm saying? I'm doing it in the parking, parking lot. Hey, screw
4: that. We're Woodward Sports. We're going right there. Right. At Woodward. <laughs> like, we'll do in it in the middle. You want to make middle. this into in a street fight. And that's what I don't want to see. In the middle. Because we know how that will line end up people a street up fight. like they're doing Fast and Furious all around. No, them.
1: I-, I already booked it for 2 p.m. this Thursday at Allegiance. I'll give you a ride out there so you don't have to drive see, and put some added muscle. I don't pressure. care about that. I care about St- my
3: time. It's valuable. I run this whole damn
6: thing. So, Art wants it to be MMA, UFC. Stick is thinking Streets of Rage. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with Fire of the One. I just want to see the action. I want to see the action. But I think in a professional
1: environment where there's mats to where when Easy bounces his head off, I don't want him bouncing his head off the concrete if you punch him. You All I got to do
3: is, like, tire Easy out, and it'll take a good 30 seconds. Um, <laughs> and, and then I'll sweep the leg, and I'll just lay on his neck. Like, this is going to end with my Easy, knee Easy on said his, that
1: his neck. EZ said that he wants me immediately after Stick. So here's what I want oh, you to do. Oh, we're doing do. Digstown style now? Yeah. Is that what we're doing? We're just going to do back to back. So after I take it's like out the. King Easy. of the Court at basketball. Damn, what yeah. the hell are you guys trying to do yeah. out here? But regardless, this Thursday, 2 p.m., we're going to cut promo videos today. I'm excited. I want to go around the room real quick before I take up too much time and get predictions. So go ahead,
6: Corey. You know what? And it's not just because I do the show with him. Dang! I think I'm going going stick in, like, less than three minutes. Wow. In
3: grappling? It's going to be just like sex. It'll be done in three minutes. We need to figure out (laughs) if
6: it's grappling or a fight. Grappling-wise. Let's go around grappling-wise. Grappling, I'm going to give Easy his respect. I think he will lose, but I'm going to give him respect. He might go a little bit longer. It could go either way, but if they're going straight up fighting... Okay. I'm, I'm it's not going to contest. Okay. Uh, hey, no, listen. I know <laughs> we I don't
3: ain't think gonna Easy's do a fight. Ever
4: hit somebody with a real
3: punch? Yeah. Let's in say grappling. Go I ahead. know
4: we ain't gonna do a fight. I'm going with my boy Easy Ooh. on this.
2: Wow. Easy. Gra-
4: Grappling is easy on that I ground. never thought wow. I'd be betrayed by my brother, but apparently it happens. It ain't betrayal. <laughs> I could step in there and get your back. Actually, I ain't, I ain't stepping ref- in. As, as, the, as the referee. way. Joey just jumps <laughs> in and kicks him.
3: As the referee, I'm out.
1: <laughs> as the referee, I cannot make any picks. I cannot be No, you could. No, I i you, you ain't I an I won't. official referee. What's uh, your pick? Fish, what is your pick?
5: I'll go with stick and. Is it three rounds or five rounds? It doesn't matter. Unlimited it's over time. In
1: one. Start the watch and that's it. It's gonna be three three minute rounds. All
5: right, I'll go off stick. Round three, let's say two minutes and ten seconds. And in. the only oh. way to win is
1: submission, right? Submission, tap out, yeah. exhaustion. Okay. If Easy throws up, it's over. That means that he tapped Man, I out. I want a
6: knockout. I want something. You know what and I'm about to do? Some action. You know what I'm doing? Art just for you. When we get off here, I'm calling my boy Coleon. I am going to go pick up his BMF belt for this. Wow. Oh, you did not just pull wow. out the belt. So I'll we're gonna the have belt.
1: a bad motherfucker in here. <laughs>
6: we already and, do. I, I mean well. I don't know I don't <laughs> think he's gonna I don't think he's gonna let us take it, but at least for for for
3: the yeah. Photo op Yeah. I'm gonna get, try to get the BML a Listen, out of I'm it.
1: excited. I, I will not make a prediction sticking to Run When but, I snap um, Easy's leg and
3: Ragu falls out of it, like y'all gonna be y'all gonna apologize.
2: Will you give Ragu. him his respect
3: for at least challenge like at least accepting the challenge? I respect anybody that has self-confidence because yeah. I'm that way. I think I can do things I can't do, and this is one of those situations where now I get it where people are like you're an idiot because now that's what <laughs> easy looks
1: like. Thursday at two PM we're gonna be cutting kind of promo videos today, they'll be posted up at Warburg Sports. Though.
4: I'm excited. Let's go. Yeah, so everybody but me got stick in this. Oh, and
1: Kennedy will be the ring girl. Yes. So, so. <laughs>
4: What about Paige? It's a morning show.
1: Paige, you're invited too. We we'll have two ring girls. It's not
3: gonna make it to round. Is she, we won't even need a ring girl. It's not true. gonna we make it to round, round two,
4: and it might not make it to the second Maybe round. Maybe we have so. a ring girl start off the game. Why not? Let's my start off my the
3: biggest match. thing is I gotta. I, I gotta figure out how I'm gonna start the match. That's it. Am I gonna be well, the aggressor, or am I gonna be defend? Well, I understand. <laughs> you that, know but Am I no. gonna charge him and try to take him down, or am I gonna play defense can for a little you, bit uh, and try? Because Easy can't shoot. I mean, it's gotta be slow motion when Easy's trying to shoot on anything. He shot on Mikey. He shot, okay, well, that's Mikey. Yeah. Mikey, Mikey you, slow motion up here. You get this here.
1: look in your eyes, and it goes back to like softball days, I think, to where you were a little, little stick, just having this look in your eyes of like, I want to tear the world apart. And that's You what put me you...
3: between the lines, I'm a different person. I'm Period. excited. I'm,
1: excited. I'm going to be know, there right there the on UFC easy watch side. Side. I, parties. Hey, man,
6: I'm, I'm bringing the hood out for this one. Me and Ann bringing some folks up for this. One. we we about to film this. Yeah. <laughs> well, and here's the
1: thing <laughs> commentating the UFC watch parties is a dream gig, and I love it. This trumps it. I got to say, like,
4: this is going to be the event of the summer, and we're not even charging people. Hey, Corey, I want you to do some MMA, uh, WWE commentating, too, right there on the side. Yeah.
6: My God, he killed him! Yes. <laughs> yes.
4: We needed it. His all. God is his witness. He's broken the us. And just to be clear, EZ's still going crazy
1: in the comments.
3: Man. Oh, of course he is. That's, he said that I set it up, but he's not denying it. He got them it. Twitter fingers. Oh, that's, that's he what also he is.
1: said two things. He said, uh, make sure that you give your dog some treats that day. Okay.
3: Which that. That scares me.
1: All right. And uh, I forgot what I else was said because it that wasn't compelling. Okay.
3: So. so if I put him to sleep, we're good, right? You, we'll just it, get away, her. we'll tap. draft the waiver. At.
1: He'll black out before he taps out. Is How many times saying? does
3: he have to tap before I have to let him go? Well, you would win the round. <laughs> so I get but yeah, three. But even times. if he's tapping, can I choke his ass out? Three.
1: Well, no. No. You got. I mean, it's MMA. If we're fighting,
3: uh, listen.
1: I know, but Stick, you got to. I mean, he's still your co-worker, and if he taps, And that's why,
3: that's why, as the, that's refer- why I'm worried no. about like, doing As this. the referee, no. I will Stick, have to stop the fight. That. Listen. I can't forget it, Fish. If I kill one of our employees, it won't be good for the network. It will be. No, the guy
6: uh-uh. It could be good for he the network, because you know out. what this is? You know what? Why doesn't Wilbur Sports get in a celebrity boxing game? Exactly.
3: Celebrity MMA Stick. game.
1: I will say this. As the referee, if I tell you to stop, you have to stop, or it's
3: a disqualification. It just is. I'll go out with a DQ just to choke someone out. <laughs> He's got that Jeffrey Dahmer look in his eyes, bro. He's got that Dahmer look in his eyes. I don't think you understand what happened Oh, in I this understand. I, like, I get it.
4: Yeah, but it, it's not going to get in your head like that. It's gonna, you're gonna be thinking, oh man, this is easy though. No, when, this when is fight, easy when adrenaline
3: stick gets going and fight stick gets going, it's it's. I'm a different person. I don't even recognize myself I'm sometimes. Up, oh, man. This you know, boring. Easy
1: did just say that he sparred UFC fights. So if he wants to go full out, I'm down for it. We just have to get the agreement from him. You're down to do an actual put gloves on and fight. I'm afraid to. God, you have a look (laughs) of worry.
3: So compelling. (laughs) I'm I'm seriously worried for easy if we actually got in the ring and I was able to throw these hands. I am too. I'm not You showed me
1: your you showed me your straight the other day and you fight so unorthodox that it's like it, people who normally fight aren't prepared for that. Like yeah. and I'm not kissing your ass. he got I'm, that long arm But span he's got too. A, he doesn't stand with a power stance. He stands opposite but then uses this Ooh. arm as his strong hand.
3: It's it's weird. Yeah.
6: Man, um YouTube is pro easy.
3: Yeah, because that's easy what he bar- is. Bar- right. Easy, bar- easy, easy. He's also pro Logan Paul. And look what happened to his ass. He still <laughs> will not say
1: that he would do an MMA match. He said that you're tripping. So
4: okay.
3: So
1: um, which match are we going to do? Well, wrestle Finalize because that's it. the
3: only thing that's that's the only thing that can actually work in easy. Jeff, grapp-
1: you grappled with Easy, didn't you? I watched him Okay, so.
3: Art, we've we've hand wrestled a little bit. I'll go to my uh, getting wrist You've control. You
1: got good wrist control. Yep. You bruised my wrist for a couple days. Yeah. <laughs> good thing the tattoo's covered
3: oh, it up. You heard I've already? got dainty wrists. But I know about wrist control. I know about you neck do. control. I know you how do. to break grip. I know how to defend myself. I know how to uh, defend myself against a shoot. Like it. Easy it's got that. Like just JGB B just leg-y. said
1: on YouTube, "Am I the only one that thinks stick is all cap?" I. will... We're gonna find out on Thursday. Piss. Come
3: to the, thing. Come to the studio know. and find out, homie. Like, I love. This. We, here's the this thing that these people life. don't understand: is what? I've done this bit on the radio before, where nobody knows what you look like, and people would show up to wrestle me randomly on the radio. They get there, and then they realize what the fuck they were in for. Ooh. And next thing you know, all these white trash kids from Warren were getting choked out at Channel 955 Studio. Uh,
5: stick. Uh, this, this is uh, not radio.
3: Yeah, I know. Okay. But they this... can see me this time. Fish. So they know what you are getting into. He's a dangerous man right that. now. Watch yep. your
4: mouth, Fish.
5: <laughs>
6: oh, man.
5: I, I, I.
4: Well, listen.
1: Cutting promos. happen at Thursday, 2 p.m. at Allegiance. You got to give and take a little bit, and
4: we need to do it at a place where Allegiance has shown us so much love, yeah. especially my Chris show, is the so we got to do it there. I'm so. going to be Easy's coach. I'm well, his hype man because I don't know shit about fighting. All
3: right. Uh, let's get into Joey's dumbass of the day real quick. The Detroit Pistons select Darko Milicic World's dumbest criminal. Well, so much for me calling him savvy because he had no idea where he's on the field.
2: And he crosses too many time dumbass.
3: <laughs> and the award for dumbass of the day is easy and anybody who thinks <laughs> his punk ass is gonna
0: win!
4: <laughs> I accept that dumbass of the award. We'll talk Thursday. (laughs) We'll talk Thursday once easy whoops yo ass.
3: (laughs) No, I don't want to skip over you, Fish. You want to go through your facts real quick? Whatever you guys want. Let's just do do like two facts, and then we'll get into the real dumbass of the day. All right. All right, go ahead, Fishy.
5: Oh, all right, cool. Uh, We have facts today. Uh, We have Donovan Mitchell facts for you today, as they played yesterday. Uh, He had uh, most points per minute by a player in a playoff run, minimum seven minutes. .99 .99 was in 2021. 2020 got .95. Jerry West, .95 in 1965. Maz was probably watching that game. Uh, he scored 263 points in 267 minutes this playoffs. So he's looked pretty good.
4: Maz was probably watching that game.
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh, another Donovan Mitchell fair. Actually, you know, skip Donovan Mitchell. Let's go to Luke Kennard because you guys love this guy. Hell yeah. He, uh, he shot 60% from the field uh, yesterday, 50% from three. Uh, since uh, May 26th, where he uh, got, you know, zero uh, minutes and $84 million or whatever. That's a great picture you picked <laughs> up. him. <laughs> so, uh, was looking hard yeah, for since sure. May 26th, since May 26th, since we talked about he got zero minutes and $84 million, he has done this. And he has a plus minus of plus 39. Nice. So he's been looking good since we called him out on the show.
6: <laughs> good. I mean, um, hey, in that four, you got four years, 64, to not do a damn thing. He better look good. I mean, I'll, 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 in Detroit, the only thing I've ever seen Luke Kanar do is rock a mean blazer.
5: And one of the facts I had, Corey uh, talked about it. Pistons, 04. They won the championship. Good job, Fish. So on this I day, did, baby. I, I did have that. All right, you guys are the best. Let's uh, have a fun show. Hopefully, you guys actually fight on Thursday. Um, I'm, I'm worried that you're going to pull a
3: joik. Please don't pull a joik. What's a joike? Well, he doesn't do it. Oh, it, come on, man. Okay. What do I got to lose? <sighs> I don't know, you tell me. <laughs> Nothing.
5: <laughs> okay. Nothing. Okay, well you cut easy off, so not a big fan of that. <laughs> <No.
3: laughs> Seafish, this is how you handle phones. When you're done with them, you get rid of them. Okay, well, and I was wasn't... done with him. He's he scared, Fish. That's why he
4: didn't want him to get
3: his <laughs> yeah, time to I was talk. Gonna
5: say, I, I didn't like how you had control. You just had your button on the X.
3: Well, EZ's not going to like how I have control of his neck either, but Ooh. here we go. <laughs>
5: <laughs> hey, can we just extend the show
3: by 30 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> There'll be a lot of trash talking in the hallways. This may not even make it to Thursday. We may end up throwing down in the bag.
6: <laughs> this so. going to like a WWE hardcore match.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I'll take a chair upside that dude's head. Uh, um, all right, let's get into the real dumbass of the day. Go ahead. J- Joey, we don't need the intro again. Go ahead.
4: So the Pirates need to be sent to single A after this just awful play. I want you to watch it right here. Former
0: Pirate lines one, and it's Ooh. off the Ooh. thigh of Gonzalez. And that ain't center.
2: it
3: that rocket oh well oh.
4: that Rockets ain't away. it <laughs>
1: nobody's there Pablo Reyes is gonna get at least a third base Stallings was backing the play up at first the throw See where this one gets
0: him oh Ooh, right on the upper five
4: awful baseball right there Brewers did end up beating the Pirates seven to four for your dumbass of the day there
3: the Pirates have had a rough season. Missing first base on home runs. Not having anybody backing up anything. So, yeah. dumbasses.
4: Fundamentals, man. Ooh. They
3: got to stick to those. At least they get paid millions of dollars to do it, though. Right? Well, thank you guys for waking up with the Morning Woodward show today. We appreciate you. Hopefully, you have a great Tuesday. Don't forget, coming up with the Belegian and Bell show, your next chance to qualify for that 25K mm-hmm. crypto. And then at 4 p.m. with the hook, your next chance to qualify. And make sure you're following us on all social media. At Woodward Sports. We got more chances for you to win coming up, and have a great Tuesday. Peace.